All right, everybody, welcome back to episode 21 of the BJJ 101 Storeroom Podcast. Today we have an awesome guest, a wonderful friend of Fabio Galeb. Um, Fabio runs um, uh, a couple of different um, jiu-jitsu locations on the Gold Coast and in, in Queensland, and he's been a pioneer here uh, for BJJ in Queensland and stuff like that. Um, Fabio, we normally start, or I normally start with a fairly basic question, and I just get you to introduce yourself a little bit, yeah. talk about your childhood, your life, your upbringing, yeah. and also where you kind of like um, were introduced to martial arts or BJJ. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, you know. Thank like, you, man. You Thanks know, so much for coming. This, yeah. Be part of this, you know, amazing podcast with amazing people as well. And, yeah, like, you know, but like I feel, you know, like you said, I was one of the pioneers in Australia here as well, you know, to get from another other black belts, yeah, you know, and yeah, it's not wasn't that easy journey, but yeah. you know, we we are here now, you know, happy, and yeah, it's a big place to be here to be invited for this. Thanks, man. So where where did you grow up? Where, where yeah, did you grow so up in I mean, I mean, like from São Paulo, yeah. you know. So the two, um, I born in São Paulo, but I moved to the a little bit west from São Paulo, like forty minutes. Yeah, the name of the city is Atibaia. Okay, is because my brother he got a. Uh, the car hit him. Okay, you know? he was yeah. in a car accident. Yeah, car yeah. accident. So yeah. now he was cross the road, played with his friends, and the guy no saw and hit him. So he was close to die. How and old they, was he at the uh, time? he was like he was like maybe about twelve. Okay, twelve, 12 very young. So yeah. you know, and like my mom said, oh, I want to get away from this crazy city. You yeah. know, then we moved to the, you know, a little bit to. We go interior in Brazil, a little bit more, more west. More rural, yeah. kind of like farm. Yeah, like yeah. more city, like example here, Tutum, for example. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, same, same. A little bit rural. more, yeah. yeah. And yeah, then from there, you know, we've been, yeah, I started being grew up there and yeah, you know, being, was amazing childhood, you know, when we used to not have iPads. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this new generation don't know what you've been through, you know, yeah, like yeah. to play a lot in, on the streets with friends as well, was to you not know, be danger back in the day. So, yeah, it was to be very cool childhood, you know. So we moved there when we were younger. And, yeah, we started our journey there. Okay. Me so and my brother. So, like, so from, um, like, being born to 12, were you, what, how was it living in Sao Paulo? And did you do any martial arts yeah, or any sports no, at that I was, time? Was later, like, yeah, I was, like, I was very, like, young. I think I was, I was seven years old. Okay, at the time. The, yeah, then yeah. moved to the... You know, to this other count town, let's say. Yeah. And yeah, they used to have like a, a big club, you know, have this club there where people pay a membership to, they can do tennis, they have a soccer field, yeah. you know, like have a pool. Sports club. Sports yeah. club, yeah. yeah. So. This is in Sao Paulo, in Sao, so Yeah, up, like up the little, yeah. Uh, uh, 40 minutes from Sao Paulo, yeah. Club São João, yeah. who they are very famous for, they, they, they have a judo there. Okay. You know, and they are very famous for a judo. And I started, you know, like then slowly, always after watch so many, you know, movies of Bruce Lee, Ninja Jiraiya, yeah. you know, uh, Van Damme. So, you know, always try to cop, always like the martial arts, start to enjoy the martial arts, the fighting. Hmm. You know, then start to do a judo. And it's pretty funny, like my first, when I was young, my first, first professor, was uh, Claudio Calazans, the, okay. his dad. His dad, yeah, yeah. His dad. He's like a the, coral belt or yeah, whatever. He's yeah, a coral, he's yeah. a coral belt in judo there, so he used to teach in this club, and he brought a little bit of judo for this club. 
you know, and it's pretty funny. After long time, look there, you know, uh, his son, you know, it's very big name in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, mm. you know, and, and yeah, then I started to do the judo, you know, but so it's a little bit very young. I mean, my brother, my brother used to be a little rebel brother. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Bit of a troublemaker. Yeah, troublemaker, you know, like always give my mom problems. But then he started to hang out with a few friends who do a capoeira. Started okay. a capoeira then, you know, bring all the, friend, all the friends coming home. We go in the garage, do a little bit of jinga, <laughs> play a little bit of capoeira. Yeah. Then, you know, like, usually start change. Then he starts changing. Do capoeira and then the main thing, capoeira. Oh, just dress up like a capoeira guy, you know. Mm. Just list the music of capoeira in my house. Okay. Then after a while, he starts as well. Then he starts to come the, 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 the Valley Tudo back in the day, the Ultimate Fara, the, you know. Then he starts to see these guys. Oh, fuck. Man. So that Have became guys. popular with... Yeah, the, yeah. The, the beginning. Yeah. I, talk, I talk about like in early 90s, you know. Like my so how, how old were you? So you from... Oh, I wore like in that age, I wore like around like 10, 12. Okay. And before, know. so what age did you start judo and then you started? Nah, most... Judo, like I was like maybe eight, seven, yeah. you know. I remember I used to be a gray belt. And they asked my <laughs> friends, well, like, then I give you gray belts. Yeah, fine, but just for the tiny kids, you know. Mm. And so, well, I used to be a gray belt, you know. But mm. when I learned my basic fold roll, backward roll, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there to be, I remember they we used to play there. People hold the belt, you, you run, you jump and do fold roll. Oh, yeah, okay, You okay. know, for learning. So it was a little bit a crazy adventure in there. I never forget the time when a other kid take me down and I forgot to break fall. Fucking hell, slam with my back on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no air, you yeah. know? So and that was a little bit traumatized. Then from there, but I never been like, you know, did the judo in the club a little bit, but like more a different lifestyle, you know. Playing I, I other sports like, and stuff. Go, go, go to the pool, you know, no yeah. take serious. Just like, you know, start to do, got bored, you know, start to do other soccer. Yeah. They went to the pool. Then, then my brother, my brother got more involved on that. You know? On judo or in, on the volunteer? In the martial arts. In, in, the, in the martial arts. I was to like literally be follow my brother when he bring the friends at home to play, you know, I was just trying to Watch and copy. He got yeah. the, the old crew, you know. Yeah, they yeah. was getting bullied a lot by the, the friends, you know. And so then, start, then my, my brother come with this, this back the day was the tape, you know, old yeah. school. Like, oh, look, man, the Ultimate Fighter 1. Then he start to watch Ultimate Fighter 1, the Ultimate Fighter 2, and Jiu-Jitsu. Then he start, we have other good, good friend of us, Tadeu Silva, who is, got involved in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know, yeah. and back in the day, we used to not have a black belt chichi. There was to have a purple belt, you know. This is at the chichi. same sports club. In, no, no, that was a, in a difference. In, the guys have a, a little, he, he rented this place. Okay. Where have a martial arts, have Aikido, karate, and he started teaching jiu-jitsu there. there. And, uh, you know, I still watching the things. My brother got a little bit more involved in jiu-jitsu. Then I said, I want to do martial arts, and then I went to do Aikido. After watching old movies from Steven Seagal, you know, yeah, yeah. say Steven Seagal is the best. <laughs> Man, no, that's the best. He, he broke the <laughs> Van Damme's leg and he broke the other one's arm. 10 you know? guys at once. Yeah, yeah. he bashed 10 at one. Fuck, let's try this martial arts. And he started to Steven do Seagal. Yeah, and the, like the truth is, uh, I ended up, I stopped doing was a purple belt. I, I went very far in Aikido. Yeah. You know, it's completely self defense, you know? Yeah. 
And it's, it's pretty funny. The same club, they, so they have jiu-jitsu, they start to have boxing. Yeah. And in my little town, it's like a little town always happens, always start to have the little bit when you start the, the Vale Tudo. Yeah. Then you have like start to have troubles between the karate guys and the, the different martial jiu-jitsu, arts. The different yeah. martial arts. Who is the best martial arts? And then I remember that was in the middle of the class, they have the Juliano, one of the, you know, pioneers in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu there in my town. Yeah. You know, and in this day he lived there in America. You know, he was uh, one of the coaches of the Rampage Jackson. So have a big, big academy in America there in California. Yeah. You know, uh, total MMA. So I was there and that we could hear a scream in the part of the weights. And I heard about, because... Have one club in the back, have the other door, have other club, the Taekwondo. Okay. In the Hapikido. And they start to scream a little bit. Um, I heard they scream. Boom. And one guy run. And this when the guy run, the Julian follow him, push him against the fence. And everybody up at the circle say, let's then do by yourself. Let's then go. Then he start to fight. But the Julian, the way they push him against the fence, he clinch. And then tap going to the back and put the guy for his lip. And it's a fuck, you know, man. Like, man, what the crazy is that, you know? Yeah. Never saw these things, you know? Yeah. Put the guy for his lip, you know? Then the Haikido master come out, kick the karate guy from, from the gym. And it was to be the beauty back then, like I say, it was to be the pure martial arts, you know? So, man, like a, a Taekwondo guy come to a Jiu Jitsu and the other martial arts, you know, to try to, challenge. to have a go to challenge, challenge them, you know? Yeah. So it was like then started happening that in my talk between these two guys all the time. It was a uh, white, you know, his name White. He's uh, the white tiger we used to call him. He was from the Taekwondo Hapkido and the Juliano Prado. You know, the jiu-jitsu guy. So the, the jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu guy and the taekwondo guy. Then we guy, start have that this friction and friction yeah. all the time. Where they go, we start having the friction. It to be like the real old school, you know, like each martial arts, you know. They call no, my martial arts is better than yours, you know. No, yours is better, so okay, let's let's fight then for see what is better, mm. you know. So there was the beauty between the martial arts, you know. Then he started and looked at so, oh, then my brother always involved in jiu-jitsu with his friends. Then but the problem was I was young and my, my family is never been a rich family, you know. So and okay, my, my mom survived, but the problem is we cannot afford to pay. Or you train jiu-jitsu, you know. Mm. And if my brother, my mom, my dad could not pay for him, and the, my aunt, who his godmother, say, okay, that's what you want to do, that's what you like, we're going to pay. So my my his godmother, my aunt, was to pay for him to do jiu-jitsu. Okay. You know? So then Were he you started, still doing hapkido at this I time? I was doing hapkido, but I stopped as well because we could not afford. But I, I finished my purple belt, then I got in trust. Start getting old, I was, I think, like 12, like I said, between 12, 13, 14. Then I start, but go home. And my brother got so excited, finished the class. Fabio, come here, I'm gonna teach this position for you. Oh, well, teach okay. Amber. Yeah, I think yeah. you know, much, most people have a brother and sister who do jiu-jitsu pass through there, you know, if the wife is these days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> come here, I'm gonna teach this position. Yeah. And come and start, like all the time, go home, teach me. So sometimes go home in the carpet, roll, you know, you start teaching me a few techniques. And start go from there. Then my brother, okay, Fabio. So we can do uh, all the academies now. and start to let for have a, a, a one first class free. I will take you there. So he take me there. 
put there my white belt, you know, always involved in the martial arts, always getting back at home. Yeah. And they started, and they went to training there with uh, back in the day, who was the professor in the gym back in the day? Was it still Giuliano? No, was they, I started training a little bit jiu-jitsu, but same, I could not afford, I was so younger, you know, then stopped a little bit, they went with my brother, and they started to like, give you a hard time for the higher white belts there. And they said, oh man, look at that. You know, he teach privates at home for his brother, bring him here to Bechaz, you know. Mm. Then start to like, they always go on and off, but you know, then I start getting involved with horses as well, so as to be a little bit a cowboy, yeah. you know. So, end up not going to jiu-jitsu you know, as well, because like I said, I could not follow. Then my brother, when he got a purple belt, my brother's fanatic. My brother, but your brother, like at the time that you started, what was he a white belt? Still? No, no, a, he was a purple belt. Purple belt already. Then your brother. my brother, when he got a purple belt, he opened a little school on the town in a different town, like thirty minutes from where we used to train. He have other town next door, you know. So we went there. And okay. how old was he at the time? My brother, back in the day, he used to be maybe twenty. 21, 22. Wow, and he opened the gym. Yeah, wow. yeah. He opened like my man, like as a purple belt, you know. He because what's happened is the the professor where like everybody learning, Juliano, yeah. he went to fight the Pan Americans in America. Yeah. And he ended up stay there. Oh, he never he came never back. Came back. Okay. So okay, now, now what? all the guys that give a start taking the classes and the, like the people should not respect the other guy, you know. So then they, they start went to São Paulo on the headquarters for training, you know, then come back, come back to Atibaia. So like was a little bit start like get a little bit of fractures, fractures, fractures you know, yeah, between, the, yeah. between the, 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 the friends, you know. Mm. So and then we, my brother, because my brother started to do, I said, okay, fucking hell, I have a, a, a gym to train and no need to pay, you know. <laughs> I also go there, but he don't have much students, so... Mm. Back in the day, I was to be very advanced, but same thing, you know, not, no take serious. I was to love going horse riding, going to school, you know. And, and then he, he was doing that. He was doing himself, you know, doing his job, work. You know that you know guy, the student, happy old jeans. He's so talented, but no one takes the jiu-jitsu serious. serious. Yeah. yeah, so they have I, a, I was one of these guys, you know. They have a big, um, uh, what's the word? That you, They have a... Um, you can see, man, I've got like a brain, like lost the word. But they have a big um, potential yes. to be good at jiu-jitsu. Yes. You can see the potential for of the individual. But, you know, they enjoy whatever. There, there's guys here. There's guys everywhere like that. Maybe they they find girls attractive. Yeah. Oh, man, they're trying to pick up girls. Yeah. they got horses or whatever. Yeah. So how old were you? No, when? I was like this when I talk. I was like very young, like uh, between the 13... Then in 14 years old, I started taking more serious. I think mm. it was 19. But how old were you at the time when your brother opened the gym? I was around 13, 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I, was, I was very how, young. How much older is your brother? My brother's five years older than me. Five, five, yeah, five six years old, I think. Than me. Okay. So, I, so it's I about think 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, you're because about he was around 40, 20. 50. Yeah. yeah. And like they start to train, go there, like have like, okay, go there for the two, three months, find the after, found a different hobby, started yeah. to do different things. Then, <laughs> was younger, you know, 15, 14 years old. Okay, you, you want to be the cool in the town. When you live in this small town, you know, yeah. you want to be the guy who have the reputation. Mm. Okay, I started to be a bull rider. 
Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> bull ride. I went to bull ride. 15, Fuck, yeah. 15. I was 15 years Crazy old. Try to be a bull rider. Yeah. I said, man, I was to be involved like in the cowboy lifestyle, have a ride horse every day, try to be a bull ride, you know. Then fucking going get it slammed on the floor because of, I wasn't talented at all. <laughs> <laughs> then going to train jiu-jitsu, I could not train properly because the elbows scratch, you know, for the horse. I could do... Then in this part, my brother ended up close the gym, this little town, and he opened a gym in our town. Yeah. You know? Like a so then it was more easy to make access yeah. there. So then I started, you know, after the... I was doing bull riding on the weekends, Come the week, train jiu-jitsu because I was a little, you know, uh, overweight boy. You know, I want to try to lose weight as well. And, you know, like back in the day, these days have so many crossfit or have other, other gymnastics, Activities, you know. Yeah. Back in the days, old school. Okay, what are I going to do? I'm going to fucking train jiu-jitsu, make me sweaty, you know, make me eat Go for a run or whatever. Yeah, go for, but like, go for a run, man. I think I started running when I, was, when I started to do boxing. Yeah. And I start running, you know. And like I said, ah, oh, man, running is too hard, you know. So then he started training more jiu-jitsu, started taking a little bit more serious, you know. So when my brother moved the back academy to town, back yeah. to the town, he started to have all the students who were more, you know. My my, my brother, my brother used to be the fanatic. I think um, uh, if I see sometimes the life I have these days, my I've been... I've been realized my brother's dream. It's not my dream. Also, I, for me, I want to be a, have a farm, live in the farm, you know, have horses. Boo, I want to be a cowboy. Yeah. And the, my brother's like, he read books, he watch videos, he go home before he sleep. He always, you know, uh, read something about jiu-jitsu, you know. Improving, so, always looking to improve. Always look to improve, but not just improve, to know the history, you know. Like, yeah. my brother all the time, he, you talk about, uh, you sit with him for talk about jiu-jitsu, man. The guy is a big dictionary. He know everything. He know the story. He know how jiu-jitsu, you know, like, how being created. Being before the the grace is welcome, like he like he, he know everything about jiu-jitsu. He used to study jiu-jitsu, yeah. you know. And that also be, and that's what happened when the guy is fanatic. He's not that good, like the brother who don't care about jiu-jitsu, and that be more talent, you know. Like you no know, getting nervous, you know, when he start competing. So then in this age, then I start taking more serious jiu-jitsu when I was 16, 15, 16. Yeah. Started taking jiu-jitsu more serious. Then I went to my first competition. And you were still first, a white belt at the White time. belt. Yeah. White belt, man. I have a, a, a funny picture of it. I went to my first competition. The belt, my head was like there. <laughs> you know, big kid. You know, went there and end up winning. Applying the takedown. I teach my students. And all my students uh, end up with two points. With the kiwaza, take it down. With that take it down, end up winning all the comp. Boom, win the comp. Oh, my brother's so, so proud of me. Oh, look, you know, my brother stopped. Every his friend, he's in the city. Oh, look, like my brother just fought, got a gold medal, you know. He's still a purple belt at this yeah, time. Yeah, the, the time he was between purple and he was got his brow belt. I think he was a brow belt back in the day. Okay. But I think because I also have my brother to push myself and he never, he, he didn't have, come at time he was like, if you know, professor. You know, his professor was to be in a different town, example. He was living Gold Coast. My, his professor to be from Brisbane. Yeah. So he used to know, know see the, the, the master, you know, all the time. His master all the time. So the master used to know push him the way he pushed me. Yeah. So because this I ended up getting more involved in competitions than him. 
Yeah. You know, then like I said. Because he was busy teaching he and was running busy, the gym. Teaching, running, but it was different. Like, um, when going to the competition, man, my brother to be get stressful. Yeah. Man, he's that guy, he don't know how to handle the pressure yeah. of a competition. He was getting nervous. Oh, my God. Like, uh, before going to, going to the competition was like a nightmare because he was in the car, very stressful, nervous, you know. Have one time I was in the kitchen, he 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 ended up felt. He fainted. Like, yeah, he fainted because he was nervous, you know, for the next day because he's gonna compete. So he's the type of guy. My God, like he puts too, he used to put too much pressure on him. On himself. And there was yeah. the guy like oh, you know, oh, oh well, I'm gonna just finish horse rider, going oh, I'm gonna compete you now, yeah. you know. Yeah. So with zero pressure. Yeah. So end up goes. They like I say, start getting older, older. They start doing jiu-jitsu. They start taking more serious jiu-jitsu. You know, they start enjoying more. You know, like I started. So, always like to challenge. So, I was to going to visit my friends' academies as well. Yeah. You know, and when you go there, huh? The people wanna make the, you know, they, they wanna test yourself as well. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, it was a blue belt. Tied up the belt like this, you know, because could not tie the belt properly. You know, but I was to be a big boy and I was to be very strong in the. I learn uh, be very knowledgeable as well, you know, very technical, you know, and doing that in like, I was the guy when I was a blue belt, I step out purple in brows, you know, yeah, like yeah. I was to always hunt the higher belts, you know, and like, was to be full on back in the day, you know, they start, when I got into, I was doing like training three hours, like I did a class, it was my brother class, then my brother ended up rent his gym for his friend for the following class, you know, so it's, yeah. it's pretty different, like, was this academy with two different professors with different group have the group of that professor and they have group this professor really wow yeah That's it was very 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 weird the yeah. way we grew up there yeah. you know in, in my town then I was to do the, his class as well so I have time I was training like three four hours jiu-jitsu every day every day yeah. then finished jiu-jitsu I start getting involved in boxing so and I finished jiu-jitsu after the three at hours. At the same place or somewhere else? At the same else? place. Okay. Always at the same the same town. Yeah. Maybe sometimes just move here. Location, Location a little bit, but like a tiny bit. Hmm. And then like get in the car, uh, work to five o'clock, finish five o'clock, jiu-jitsu, 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 eight o'clock, going to train the box. You know, we used to have classes 11 to 12 at night. How old were you back. at this time? I was start- like 16, 17 years old. When you started 17, boxing? Yeah, 17, yeah. I started boxing. Then, you know, it started to be good jiu-jitsu. And then I told my brother, oh, man, I was doing boxing, you know, like full on. Then my, my professor that teach him how, Fabio, you need to run, you need to do the stairs, you know, yeah. all these old school boxers, you know, yeah. like, oh, I said, man, look like I'm going to a marathon. I said, Fabio, <laughs> you need, I said, man, I told you just work my arms. He said, no, nah, man, when your legs stop, your arms can work, but you start to be like a punch bag. So you need to move. This doesn't matter if your arm getting tired. You can skip in the ring, then survive. Uh, yeah. then survive. Then train jiu-jitsu full on, doing boxing full on, you know, to be the little people in the city talk about me. I say, oh, man, that's cool, you know, like I was to be a little bit, the, you know, go out, people want to hang out with me because, oh, man, that's, fuck, he's a martial artist, you know, he's a boxer. <laughs> so it started to be the cool cool kid on the town, you know. Yeah. yeah. yeah then I started, and then I said to my brother, I said, man, when I'm in brow belt, I will fight Balitudo or MMA. He was laughing. He laughed at my face. Yes, yes. I said, man, come on. Like, because MMA was just like, 
you know, the graces, you know. The serious, serious. Serious class, thing, yeah. serious, like, you know. Mm. Then I said, now nah, we'll fight. He said, I mean, he laughed. He said, ha, come on, man, you know. Wake up for yourself. Man, and what's happening? Got my brow belt. I was doing boxing. How old were you at the I time was, when you I got was, the brow belt? I was uh, 17, 18 years old. Got the it's like belt. I say, it's no, we no talk about, it was like, that, that was like, now when I got my, 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 my brown belt, I was between 18 19. Okay. I remember I was to have my car, my driver's license. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Then, but like I say, what make me be in the sport because my friends, Fabio, let's go out. I also want to be financial. Well, for yeah. go out, for, you know, so the time I go out, I need to pay. Because, nah, nah, you know, the security is to know, nah, Fabio, come on. You know, so go there inside the club sometimes, you know. Uh, guys, Fabio, look at that big guy, steroid guy, want to punch me. Leave him for me, you know. Start be a little bit, I was to say, the Hollywood of the weak people, you know. <laughs> so I was to fight a lot. Rob, oh, the Robin Hood uh, of the yeah, weak people. Yeah, yeah, for the weak people. Yeah. You know, help the, the poor people, skinny people, in bash the, like, all cities, you know. It started back in the days, uh, all about steroids. I wanted, uh, I, I mean, I made the little bit pitiable, yeah. you know. They guys used to call themselves, we are pitiable, you know. We train jiu-jitsu, we take steroids. You know, yeah. look, we are the pit boys, Dinko. Yeah. So I'm like, come on, pit boys here. You know, in this town, man, this town, you know, we don't have pit boys. So I end up going a lot in trouble, in fighting the clubs, fighting the streets, you know. But uh, not because I was a bully. I was always helping, you know, uh, weak friends, yeah. you know. So then I started yeah, getting involved, then getting involved for my MMA, a win by knockout. Then when it starts as well. Like, so this is at 18, 18, you had your first MMA yeah, fight. Yeah, first MMA fight, fight. Yeah. yeah. And the, then I end up knocking out the guy, you know, then phew, the Fabian Yatibayos would be big. Oh, man, we saw it in the TV. Okay, like, you yeah. know, that started to be the cool. But the problem, I was fighting a lot in the streets as well. So my brother, a lot of my brother, and my boxing trainer, man, I was to come at and say, Fabio, man, People been talking about you now, man. Come on, man. We teach you there for self-defense. You've been going to the street to fight. I said, man, but like, yeah, man, you need to understand, like, you know, this steroid guy, you know, try to pick in the poor guy and I cannot see that. Then start calling me a lot of my attention. Then then I have a friend, then go there, train jiu-jitsu, train boxing. Sometimes teach a class to my brother, you know, yeah. when I was a brow belt, teach one class, the other class. Teaching boxing, your brother? No, no, teach more jiu-jitsu. My brother is shit in the hands, you know, <laughs> just in jiu-jitsu, yeah. then start there, you know, like, okay, my brother, okay, what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the glove, punch, you need to use jiu-jitsu for control, for saving, you know, yourself. Yeah. Then you start, like, be, like, full-on, more involved in the MMA, and it's pretty funny. All the guys used to come to visit my brother's gym. Mm. Like, I don't know if this happened here, but for us, all the schools to happen, like, the guys don't come to, 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 to see the gym. This blue belt come to check it out if you're good. This purple belt, check it out if you're good. And they always used to be the first guy to roll for these guys. And my brother's school said, Fabio, all the time come new guy there. You got to train You need to be full on. Because if you get a tap out, the guys come to test, the guys gonna talk around, you know. Yeah. So I always been the guy, who the mat the enforcer. First, yeah. yeah, the mat enforcer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also told me in the sofa, okay, what I gonna do, you know? Yeah. I'm a very silly boy, like, okay, I need to go full on, in the, you know, need to try these guys. Mm. Even like, like these days, now I have much too, but 
always have been when people to come to my academies, I always used to be the first one mm. to roll. Mm. And if they come for tests or oh, no, but like that was the way I grew up. You know? Yeah. Oh, my, my brother, my brother said, Fabio, you go first. Yeah. You know, and make sure you make the guy tired because <laughs> you know the next one gonna be the other best student. So I've been grow up that way. You know, doing jiu-jitsu, If my brother be fanatic of jiu-jitsu, you know, always like, man, you need to like. You still know, if you cry, man, you used to bash us up more. You know, if you windy. You know, yeah. so because as I say, we sometimes you look these days, you know, like I also like the, the class used to be like two hours class, yeah, one yeah. hour just warm up. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. that's how the same. I started yeah. in, in, in Adelaide when I first started jujitsu, and this is probably only 10, 12 years ago when I started, but um, man, it was the same thing like 45 minutes to an hour of just animal movements yeah. and warming up and stuff. So you're already dead before you yeah. even touch another human being, man. And Man, I've talked about this before as well. I think that's actually a really good way to force people to be technical with jiu-jitsu because oh, yeah. you, can't, you can't come and be explosive and powerful and be a steroid guy and all this stuff because you already spent an hour dying. Like, um, yeah. like we used to say, you, you, you start to learn and develop jiu-jitsu when you're tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wait, you don't have your power. Yeah. You need to use your brain. Yeah. You know? So uh, that was to be like very, like I said, you, you said was after one hour to, you know, doing so many movements, you know, now you do a little bit technique and you go roll. You was like, <laughs> I think if you do that today, you're going to have like zero students in the academy. Yeah, yeah, we, we talked yeah. about this as well. We had a guy on here named Petrus Vandervolt and um, he's an old school karate instructor from South Africa and he has a very similar story to you, man. He, yeah. he grew up there, you know, it's a rough place growing up and, man, he moved to like a mining town and, and the guy's 60 now, but like, yeah. man, he used to go and fight guys in the street who had hundreds of street fights, you know, yeah. I mean, hundreds of street fights doing karate. Yeah. And he would knock guys out all the time. He's a big, thick yeah, guy. Yeah, but you know he's I mean? say, back in the day, it used to be like that, you know, it used to be like full on. We used to punch him a lot on the street. Or Like I say, I got my, my, oh my, I got bullied a lot by my brother's friends, you know? Yeah. Because they were older than me. And it's pretty funny because I come back in the town now. Yeah. And they, I see them, they are more old, you know? I say, <laughs> oh, do you remember me? Yeah. Oh, man, you know, I was just making, look, just now you're making... stronger now, you know? <laughs> look how your life is much better I help, now. I helped you, I, yeah. I, you should pay me now. <laughs> <laughs> they helped so, you out, yeah. get stronger, yeah. But all these schools to be completely different, but. Um, and the way back in the day, like when when I started my brother, the way he used to teach us. Mm. And the, after a long time, I come back there and I see the way he teach. And the, I even said, "Man, bro, like you, you serious? You teach like this now?" Say, Fabio, if I teach the way I also teach, I'm gonna have zero students. Yeah, yeah. you know, I need to adapt it. And the used to be the way because this back in the day. Uh, you see this blue belt, this white belt, man. Like it used to take like over two years for getting, you know. It used to be like I remember the grade. There used to be six every six months on stripe. Yeah. So it's a two years to get you know, close to for a blue get, belt, yeah. for you close your blue belt. If it, sometimes your your coach for, forget about you as well. Mm. Oh, oh, I forgot me. Did they grade you last? Year? Oh no, you sure? <laughs> you know. Yeah. And plus, if sometimes you don't have money to pay the grading. They skip so man. I was to I was to be in white belt for ages. He being his brow belt for like so many. His professor holding him a lot job because my brother is like maybe like 
160 centimeters, 170. He's shot than me. Yeah. You know, he was very weak as yeah. well. Like, so his professor holding him a lot for toughening his up, you know. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu used to be complete. And it used to be like, if you tough, you stay. If you're not tough, mate, this yeah, you disappear. That, see, this is, we talked about this as well. Like, um, you know, as bad that is, is for like modern times. That's what made jiu-jitsu so good, man. Yeah, oh. that's, that's what made everything so strong, you know what I mean? That's what made um, judo, that's what made jiu-jitsu, that's what made boxing, all, all the hard like warfare that yeah. where it started with is what made it so effective. And, and when you remove that, you remove its effectiveness a little bit. And that's why if you go to the majority of jiu-jitsu gyms now, they're all trained for IBJJF or IBJJF yeah. or whatever competition they're not going to have the same ability to defend themselves oh, or self-defense no. capacity or be able to survive or whatever because they're not training like that anymore no no like like i said you know like um ding 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 all academy especially like uh, my academy i try to keep on there like about they start stand up because a lot of these new jiu-jitsu i know because they space a lot yeah it, we, from the, even from here we start from the knees yeah, the majority the of the knees, time majority, because like i said because it's, the guys develop so much good guards, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for sure, you start in the knees, so it's more easy to see to play guard, you yeah, know? Yeah. Just get more. So, end up developing a new type of jiu-jitsu. Like, I remember back in the day, you know, like when you see a uh, final, uh, Margarida versus, uh, 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 no, his brother, Saulo Ribeiro. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, the guys' top games to be a more... Trying to throw oh, each other. Oh, and oh, yeah, each oh other. used to be a top gamer. I think back in the day, it used to be just a roleta, good uh, growl game, bottle game. Yeah. Have a very, you know, uh, uh, I remember uh, Nino Shamri used to be very good, yeah, you know, like this guard. old school, but it was like three, four guard God players. Guys. Yeah, God and God. the other rest used to be a top fighters, you know, used to be a top player. And the man didn't come for pass your guard for. Used to not have stalling. They would go, they, they used to come for try to tap you out. To beat you, yeah. You know, yeah. They, yeah. They would, that's what I miss sometimes, you know what I mean? When they, they style, People they, really they trying school, to fight. They fight, win. exactly. Yeah. They try to fight. And the happy a, a time in my career, I end up, um, a lot of people say, Fabio, who is the number one? I, I, I also no watch jiu-jitsu. I, I also don't know much about jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like the competition style. I also go, teach, train, you know, so no incentive my, my, my students for compete back in the day. Yeah. You know, so... I also go training, teach them what I knew, no watch, then when the guy said, Fabio, you heard about the betting ball? I said, what is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? You heard about these new games? I said, what is that? Then I started to, okay, Fabio, now it's time your life. Did you just change? So, so you, about you, the Baron Bolo stuff, is this still in Brazil? Or is this already when no, you were in no, Australia? No, when, when I was in Australia. Right. So, so when, let's come back to, yeah. to the story. Like then after all that, you know, we start fight MMA. They like I say, all, like all Brazilians try to like my my dreams. Okay, I want to go overseas, you know. Try mm. to just maybe go overseas. I'm gonna soon. I 100% fair ride in overseas. I'm gonna see a, a money tree, so I collect the money from the tree. Come back to my town, be able to buy my house. Or yeah. come back, you know. Or like because I was to have friends who go to Japan, come back from Japan. Make a lot of money. Okay, millionaires. Oh my God, man. where you found this tree? But you don't know how hard was the life in Japan. These people just work like animals, you know? Mm. By Japan. teaching jiu-jitsu? No, no, no. Like a normal work, working okay. factories. Yeah, okay. You know, I Japan, because Brazil have a, a, a large huge, Japanese population. Yeah, yeah. large. Yeah. So then going to Japan, 
come back, but you don't know what's happening in Japan, but come back full of money. So I said, I'm mean, going to do that. You know, I want to go overseas. They had the Pan, have the Pan Americans in California. And my dad said, I said, what am I going to do? I'm going to go there. Dad, can you help me? Like, again, my, my family wasn't they're very well financial. Now I help him. I said, you know, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be legal. You know, like always there. Crazy dream, especially mm. seeing the our professor move to yeah, yeah. going to fight Pan American, stay copy there. His pathway. Yeah. yeah, oh, look like he's so well now, you know, vive of the martial arts. Then did not happen. Then come a friend of mine, they're supposed to move to England as well. Did not happen. Like I said, man, the life takes you to a direction, you know. So then come a friend of mine, say Fabio, I said, Oh man, my brother's from Australia. So man. I want to get away from here, you know, like, I want to try something new, mm. you know. So, now, nah, Fabio, should come there. I say, ah, go there, I'll be legal. I say, nah, Fabio, no being legal, man. Go there, study, study, you know, get a study visa. So, went, did every step, apply, and apply the visa, did very well, boom, go and come to Australia. But my big problem, I would do, uh, I could not speak, I still can know, but I could not speak one word of English. Mm. You know, then my friend, my friend always helped me say, Fabio, then when I come to Australia, start to see the reality. So where is the money of, where is the tree full of money? I said, Fabio, you need to work. I said, oh, fuck, man, no. <laughs> Back in the day, I was to no work, like live with mommy, dad, you know, yeah. dad. So no, never wash my own clothes, you know. Mm. So I said, man, I start to make, uh, make me be a man up, you know, you know, mm. be a man. Then went, I remember first time when we, we, we went to the shopping to buy a fruit in the city, the price of a fruit here. I said, fuck, hell, man, my dad a, is a warrior, you know? He yeah. never left us be starving at home. And now we come here like, fuck, I buy that. I know the price of there. But then when I moved here, I, I, I moved to Mele in Mainly. New South Wales. Yeah. And the, I was to live. The next door was to have an academy, the Grace Barra, with Marcelo Rezende. Okay. One of the the founders of uh, Grace Bar in Australia. Yeah. So I was to like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I was to go there. They live there. First, second day, come to Australia. The first two days, I was just asleep because the the out the, the time the of difference. Jet lag. Yeah, the jet lag. They went there. Like seriously, next door, completely next door. Yeah. So go go down my stairs, come back his stairs, go there. Oh man, you know, for the meme in Brazil, you know, I. You know, I was a uh, brow belt back in the day. It was in 2006 we arrived here. How old were you now at this time? I was 22, 23, okay. I think, yeah. Around there, 21, 22. I was, you know, pretty younger, you know. Then I saw, and like I say, I went there, did a very good training, you know. Then he's like, oh, man. And they say, oh, I like MMA, you know. I want to come to Australia because I want to be a fighter. You know, and the, mm. then he said, oh, man, I can maybe, you know, start go there a few times. He said, oh, man, can, can you come on day for help me? I said, yeah, where are you going? I need going to Minto to train Mark, Mark Hunt. Can you come help us? I said, oh, yeah, for, for sure, man. Cool, we need to wake up like five, uh, 5 30 in the morning. I said, fuck, 5 30 in the morning. I never wake up. This is my life. Mm-hmm. In Brazil, you know, wake up early, man. We come home this time of the night. Yeah, you know, yeah. 5 30, but you know, wake you up go, 5 30. You go home really late, but you Yeah, but you never wake up. Wake up like 8, 9, 10, you yeah. know. Like, then we went there to training. Fuck, you know, fucking training. Mark, man, this guy started to look a little bit more about him, fighting pride. 
and back in the day prides to be very famous in Brazil. Yeah. When it was Vanderlei Silva was fighting, Minotaur was BTT versus Shootbox, yeah. you know? Man, how sick, you know? Then go there, turn the guy, go in the jiu-jitsu, go in the boxing, because the school where I learned boxing as well, used to be tough school, man, you know? Yeah. So he said, and my, my professor always used to say, Fabio, when you go inspire someone, you cannot respect, because it's inspire, man. Mm. You go, like, you, like this part, these days I do sometimes, you see people do inspire, more touchy. I never, yeah. like, you going for a fight. Fight, yeah. You know, we used to like, man, I used to come home. Smashed. Uh, smashed. My face yeah. is smashed. Yeah. We used to go pee. We used to pee blood because it was all inside my body was damaged by yeah. punch. Kidneys. You know, yeah, 100%. So then I, I, I went there. Okay, Fabio, you're going to do inspire for my coffee. Okay, cool. You know, inspire. Switch on. Boom, inspire. He's not your friend. You respect, but, you know. And man, I went full of pop, 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 boom, and he, he, he throw. He was holding a little bit. He was holding back a lot. And you punch on and punch and go and try punches on the floor. Man, I was, we finished there, talk, talk. I jump in the car, come back, drive to Maine, you know. Marco, Marcelo, I want to bring this guy again. Because then he starts, man, I want this guy to help me mm. in the camp. And it was when he went to fight Fedor. Mm. So we're going to prepare Mark for fight Fedor. You know, I said, man, fuck them. You know, then... Starting as then after a while, after three times, four times I, I went there, as Marcelo said, Why he asked me for me to go back? Said, because many people who inspire him are afraid of him, not afraid, it's respect. Okay, and he said, Man, the way you did, I never saw no one do. You know, you went full on because that's the way I grew up, that's yeah. the way I was to inspire yeah. Brazil. Like, yeah. man, I used to like, man, punch on, like, I couldn't, I remember, I could not sleep because I could not breathe by my nose. Mm. You know, of the you know, my, my mom would say, Man, look, your nose is being changed the format of your nose of punch. Like, man, I remember I could not sleep so many days because too much punch, like with the, the gloves, like ridiculous gloves in Brazil, you know, like she like, yeah, so small gloves, whatever. Small whatever gloves, you like in the gloves is like full, very full leather, all these cool gloves, you know. I think the gloves used to wear was to weight like a kilo, so heavy, like look like a big Brick come to your to your face, you know. Yeah. So then, then when I moved to Australia, then start this journey. Then I went there, started training there. Then have this other guy. Fuck man, look this guy, you know, look very athletic. What's your name, boy? Ah, oh, James, James Tehuna. I said, oh man, that's cool, you know. Say man, this guy, you know, Fabian gonna he fighting a few locals MMA show here, you know. Then I met the other guy was Brad Morris, you know. Brad Morris as well is very is like I talk about the old school New South Wales fighters, yeah. you know. Brad Morris went to do his first fight in the UFC. Guess against who's who was the first fight, both first fight, Ken Velasquez. Oh, man. Fuck man, he got man, got destroyed unfortunately, you know. What I, what what year was this? Was to? I was like 2006, then I went to Japan. So between 2009, 10, I think was you know that then when they the start it was like we were like in 2006 when I come here like so no many people to be like very uh, small people who was doing MMA mm. you know even Brazilian Jiu Jitsu I also no compete because I go in the competition like even now now we have more brow belts but back then there was brow belt go there here Fab the Mad I don't have no one to fight yeah. mm -hmm. you know because it's too not heavy like yeah, yeah. so because this I in this time in 2000 between 2006 
to I think around 2010, I, I was not competing jiu-jitsu because I was training hard for long, going to competition no one. So no, I started I going for the MMA. MMA. I'm just going to get checked. This yeah. air conditioning stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, So, yeah, so then I went to, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, then I went, like, that was the, 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 the route, like, of the beginning of the MMA in Australia, you know? Then I was there living mainly, doing my, my <laughs> boxing with, uh, yeah, because that was in 2006, 2007, and 2006, after helping Mark, I ended up went to Japan. Mark take me to Pride for him. Yeah. He was to, uh, he gonna fight Fedor. Were you were you fighting in Australia at this time? I was though? fighting. I was oh. fighting as well. I was training. More training because you know, I was trying to fighting I fought a few MMA fights in Australia. Yeah. But I was helping Mark in the camp. Yeah. Take me to Japan. Who are you gonna fight, Mark? Oh, man, I'm gonna fight Fedor. Fuck, oh, you know, Fedor, man. He was the number one in the day, you know, he was the big name there in Pride. Then I remember I was there in Japan, outside I looked like oh there. I stopped for a minute and said, man, that wasn't my dream. That was my brother's dream. I've been living my brother's dream, you know? The fuck there, like, man, Japan, sit there next to Huas, uh, to Shogun Huas, you know, in the middle of the shoot box, you know, because there back in the day in Japan, the shoot box and BTT used to be in different hotels. Yeah, because they used to hit each other. So then they made the guy they shoot the ball. Too dangerous to be in the same hotel. Oh man, they they used to be full on. So like that was the old school, you know what I mean? So they like they 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 threw like you know they 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 threw warriors like they threw fighters, you know. When they if you talk bullshit about each other, man, there is no fake. You're gonna fucking punch on. (laughs) Sorry for the shit. No, no, gonna punch on. Where I see you, I'm gonna punch on because you know these days you see there. The promotion, you know, yeah. but that was the old stuff. No, it wasn't fake, like yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't fake. If the guy hit, he, he hit, bro. You know, they man, we start like him. Then was there in Japan, help Mark for the the camp for the for Fedor. He ended up got a Kimuri Fedor, but could not finish. So end up turn around and Fedor tap him out. Then keep going to Minto. Then training there with Marcelo. Marcelo in the beginning helped me a lot. Yeah. you know. But um, and when he opened uh, uh, his first school, you know, I was helping him a lot there as well. You know, the Grace Bar, where is the the headquarters? You know. So you were, you were teaching uh, at the headquarters? No, no, I was came. helping him like set up the gym, you know, yeah. like the mats, yeah. all this. The first academy, remember? What were you doing for work at the time? Were you the just time fighting? Was labor, or? labor. Oh, labor, oh, labor man. Yeah. Also, like doing, I was like, man, fuck, I need to sell my lunch to buy the dinner. Man, be broke, yeah. you know, like used to work like eight days a week, no seven, eight, <laughs> you know. We used to work back to front to try to save money to do one stay in Australia. Yeah. You know, they end up found a, a good job in no a good job, a, a nice job in a, a factory who make frames. Oh, yeah, you okay. know, like the frames you put the pictures, you know. Oh, yeah, picture all, frames, yeah. yeah, picture frames. Work there. You know, sit there, look the side the one India, look the other side the Chinese. It's okay, man, but it's okay. I, I don't come here for be, you know, a in factory the, work. A factory work, you yeah. know. Come here for be a fighter. Then I was getting I supposed to went back to Brazil. Then I went back to Brazil, end up miss Australia, come back to Australia. I then 
working this factory, I also have a good relationship with James Tejuno. Yeah. You know, one of the guys that... Uh, Born in the UFC. And... The first in New Zealand fighting UFC, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... In the message, he said, oh, James, man, you know, I want to come together with you guys there because I see you guys want to train more for the MMA, you know, no just Brazil, because where I was was just Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. And they want to focus a little bit more in MMA, so in that move to West Suburb, to, to Penrith. Penrith, yeah. Yeah, you know, so everybody thought I was crazy because, man, fucking get off mainly where everybody want to live yeah, yeah, to yeah, move to, to West Suburb, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said, man, they moved there, but like I said, I have an awesome... Life there with the boys, also with Biffy Tama, James, Gordo Graf, back in the day, was all the, just MMA fighters. So just, you just had a big house just, MMA fighters? No, no, it was the big, I also live with Dallas, one of my best friends now, yeah. Dallas, he's an uh, Indian. Yeah. But I also train, like, you're going to the West, you don't have a beach, you don't have enough, what are you going to do? Just, just, just fight and train. Yeah. And they also be so, oh, fuck, man, we have this, you know, then I, I left to Brazil, come back, got my black belt under my brother, come back to Australia again, then, oh, man, we have a black belt jiu-jitsu, and everybody used to come to test me. Yeah. Everyone. Man, come these big mowers, man, like 120 kilos, uh, uh, concrete, strong ass, man. Come on, you're a black belt jiu-jitsu. Come on, I heard about jiu-jitsu. Let's see if you're good. Bro, I said, okay, but five minutes, okay? No, there's two minutes. And I was to hold because he going the guys out. Yeah. So I was to wait the guys out, Guys out, okay, now I can do my thing, you know? <laughs> they are strong, man. They are so strong. They used to, a lot of people test myself there. This is in Penrith? In Penrith. So they what were, was the gym What was the gym there? Uh, elite fight gym. Okay. You know, there was to be very well-known MMA gym where, like I said, when I see Tai Tuivasa now, I will see him. So were you teaching uh, there at the yeah, time? Yeah, I was teaching there Jiu-Jitsu yeah. at the time. So I was teaching you now. I was teaching jiu-jitsu and work like a labor. Yeah. Still come back in other factories, start working. They start track, work, teach jiu-jitsu. Then I end up, I say, oh, man, I'm gonna open my gym. You know, I wanna be a jiu-jitsu gym. Yeah. You know, know all these MMA gym where people unfortunately happy a lot there. That gym, people are choosing on top of the mats. Yeah. I yeah, say, yeah. man, come on. <laughs> it's a card samurai spirit here. Yeah. You know. It's a match, no, no shoes. It's a lot of, Australia is very common, you see there. In a kickbox, my yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have the match, they shoes. shoes. Yeah. And so, man, come on, I'm going to put my face there. They end up opening my academy, but they help the guys train. Still always train with the guys, but... So you opened an academy yeah, in, in I end up opening my academy, not in Perth, in Greenview, next to Parmata. Okay. You know, then end up, I was to be under the Grace Barra with Marcelo, you know, so I'm going to open there. Uh, the greasy, the greasy Baja Parmata yeah. back in the day. And same thing, training jiu-jitsu, going, Marcelo going to compete. Fabio, don't have no one in your bracket. Oh, man, there we go again, you know, like, yeah. oh, we, we found a guy to fight, Thiago Braga, back in the day. Like, yeah. you know, he was the, the big name jiu-jitsu thing. Went there to fight. Thiago, oh, man, now I'm going to focus on my students back in the day, you know, and it was to be a very rival between the roots where Paulo Guimarães in the competitions, you yeah. know, the Grace Barra back in the day, the roots and the great Sydney of Bruno Pano. So it's to be a little bit the those the three like, main gym main, main academies, academies, yeah. You know, there. Then come then used to have the Peroches as well. Okay. You know, elves in the elves in the uh, the I think it's in Zeke. In the Elvis, yeah, 
Perosh in the office to be yeah. both together. Okay. And the guy said, Fabio, you're big boy, man. We want to put for fight against uh, Perosh. Yeah. You know? And like back in the day, used to be, what's the name? They, they, they are affiliate. Uh, Perosh in Sinusica, Machado. Machado, yeah. You know? And yeah, man, now we found a guy to fight Perosh. You know, back in the day, Perosh used to have a big name in Jiu Jitsu, big tall boy. Back the day used to be the big names in Jiu Jitsu to be Perosh. Elvis, you know, used to be <laughs> everybody, man, that guy used to be everybody told where I had the pleasure to fight him, the big Mike Wilson, Mike oh. Wilson from Melbourne, okay. under Peter Debrin. Yeah. Peter Debrin was a huge name here as well, yeah. you know. So, so Mike Wilson, the big boys, Mike Wilson or Perosh. Yeah. But when I arrived, Perosh was already slowed down in the competitions okay. in Jiu Jitsu, you know. Then, was training was me, Stevie Oliver, was to train together. Stevie Oliver is the owner of the uh, Oliver MMA in New Zealand. Okay. It's a huge academy in New Zealand. Yeah. You know? So it was me, Stevie, training full on all the time. Panchon, Stevie used to be very good friend of Mark as well. So it's to go train MMA together, train Jiu-Jitsu together, train Nogi together. Yeah. You know? But like I said, you see how they, they, they change. We used to train... Fabio, how's your fitness? I don't know. Have you done fitness work? Like, no heavy flip tires. No heavy him done. No. Used to be just training the martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? These days you have CrossFit. You yeah, have, you have everything. You know? Have everything. everything. So They mix it up. And, and it's good. Like, a lot of the athletes, like, um, they're getting even better because nah, of all that type of stuff. But Now, like I said, you look at the old turtle, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you look at the new Ninja they have six pack, man. Yeah, Come on, you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, there's the change, yeah. you know? The times, yeah. Oh, the times mean everything be changed. Back in the day, man, like I said, we, like, you know, you know, look for your physique, you know? Like, these days, you look, the guys look like Jack, you know? Yeah. You look like... Last time they last said ADCC Andre Galvão the way he was look like yeah he oh, looks man. like a bodybuilder yeah oh, yeah so that look crazy <laughs> you know they look like, like superheroes it's not real now like this is another thing that like is a kind of like um you know like a, a controversial topic to do with like martial arts and MMA but there, there's always been a, a very big culture of like. Mexican supplements in oh. in in jiu-jitsu and MMA oh, and everything, you know what like I mean? Like in Brazil back in the day, it used to be like a same and the guys, you know, like Vitor Belfort. Yeah, let's yeah. say it used to be like same man. You need to look like a Vitor Belfort. No, now the old school man. No. The guy was seventeen years old. His trapeze coming behind his ear. Yeah, 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 you know, come on, man. This guy, oh man, looking like you know. Yeah. There used to be the old school odd ones. My eight value, you know. Yeah. Fuck, the guy has to be like, man, the guy has to be just Jack. Yeah. Strong. Technical. Technique, zero. Powerful, strong, you know. Over 100%. Over oh, 100%. Yeah. You know, so that was a little bit my my story. They, Fabio, we have a fight for you. Cool. Man, Jamie Tejano is supposed to be the main event versus Hector Lombard. Jamie got an injury. Yeah. So Mark asked, you're going to put you for fight. Okay, fuck, I'm going to knock out that little... The little guy, you know, he's yeah. lied to me. Like <laughs> a big mistake I did, man. I thought I knew, like, uh, my box is for sure because I was training just jiu-jitsu. I was yeah. not training boxing. Yeah. So I said, man, you know, I'm gonna, I was thinking I'm going to go there, throw my box, strike for the guy. Fucking go there. Okay, fucking fight. Act alone, but the guy used to knock out and winning all, every single weekend. He was fighting MMA every single week. Yeah. Fucking went there to jump, up, start there. South Pole fighter. I never fought a self in my life. Mm -mm. 
you know? I said, man, the points come from the different direction now. So, like I said, that, that's what I say. We used to be tough. We used to, be, we used to not be well-educated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These days, you're going to fight South Pole, you're going to train South Pole. You're going to yeah. train it properly, you know? But they also, I think, like, a lot of the... And there's still good fighters now, but, like, I think what they've sacrificed now is everyone's really educated and got access to everything, but now they don't have the same tough skin, man. They oh, don't no. have the ability to overcome problems. Like no, no, no. That's the thing. Like I said, we used to be tough, yeah. mentally tough. Mm. You know, like I said, this, Fabio, have you watched the fight of... Watch a fight? Well, not watch a fight. But <laughs> we used to not have, like, back, back then, they used to not have, like, a, a magnet the, for take pictures, you know? Yeah. Like, how when I watch a fight? No someone. cameras or anything. I never, yeah. I never, never. Yeah. In my life, I started to think, maybe this, now when I'm getting old, they start to watch people's fight for no little bit again. But man, I was to jump there in the okay, good luck. What Fuck, <laughs> what his game I say? Well, I don't care about his game, I'm gonna do my game in the, you yeah. know. And that's it. You know, so they first fight in Australia, you know, was the fifth fight in Australia, MMA. Who you fight? Okay, this guy, Hector Lombardi. Okay, let's go there then. I was like to, to my coach, man, oh, I'm gonna knock you out, you knock you out. You you raise me. Okay, I went there inside the ring, man, you know. Start fight, boom, he gave me a hook, I drop a little bit. When I drop it, I was there, but my mom was in Brazil. I was thinking about other place. <laughs> You're on the beach. Yeah, I was on the beach. Yeah. He take me, put me on the flight, try to come back fight. He give me a headlock, throw me on the floor. You know, I try to put in guard, you know, he puts him in triangle, he's escaped, start grounding pound. And he, I was there, my mom was in the beach, yeah. have coconut water, yeah. you know. Look to myself, no, he's not strong speaking Portuguese. And the, the, after I said, man, Marcelo, Fabio, you crazy. The guy speaks Spanish, he's the same. They can't understand what he said. I said, fuck, then boom, got a knockout. Wake up after, not really knock, knock out, but you know, the referee stop. Yeah. You know, then I saw the guy start doing uh, push ups. And Marcelo said, Fabio, you in the middle of the fight, stay to pay attention, you tell the guy he's weak. <laughs> you know, yeah. have the fight. They way I decided to move to Perth yeah. because say man, I I, I say now nah, I wanna now. That's happening in every fighters. If you lose, you wanna blame someone, yeah. and they start. Unfortunately, I will start blame my trainees here. Then start getting in touch with the America top team. You know, try out. Oh, I'm gonna move to America. I wanna dedicate myself for the MMA. MMA. Yeah. You know, I end up it did not work out. Then I moved to Penrith when James and the boys helped me a lot there. So you did go to, the, to no, no, I was I was told the guys to go there, but I did not have the financials to leave Australia okay. and move to America for try. Yeah. And the, maybe, like I said, man, the, the life changed for a direction. Maybe it was good for me to stay, look my life now. Yeah. Off I go, maybe, you know. I, I don't know what I would be if I went there. Uh, for sure, I would grow a lot in, in the in the fight industry. Like I would maybe have a contract for. I was close to get a sign up for UFC, you know, because I was there with Mark. I was close to sign up with Pride. Then UFC bought the Pride. Then my dream was, like my dream was fighting Pride. Yeah. When the UFC yeah. bought Pride, then take your dream away. Yeah, you know, it doesn't exist like it no, used to. Exactly, you yeah. used to no exist anymore. My dream hmm. got a little bit lost, you know. Jiu-Jitsu, like I said, was to know stop compete. No one to compete. Say, man, I'm not gonna keep training. Start going out. <laughs> party <laughs> yeah, time. Party time. <laughs> Start <laughs> going <laughs> out. Party time. Back in the day, I used to live in suburb. 
going to King's Cross all the time, me party, you know, staying. How old were you at this time? I was was between I thought then so it was around 2009, 2009. Okay. So it was 2008, 2009. And how old you were know? you at the time? At 25, was, yeah, yeah, no, I was like 23, 24. Okay. Still very young, you know. Yeah, I think I was there. <laughs> I forget the calculation. Yeah, I think I was like 24, 25, okay. around there. And like there was a shame because uh, I ended up going to the party life, yeah. you know, because like something I never... Uh, be able to do in Brazil because I wasn't financial well. Yeah. But I was there, you know, working a factory, make sometimes overnight, make like fifteen hundred dollars a week. Yeah. You know, start going out, party all the time. Start going teach private. The guy said, Fabio, you went out last night. You stink alcohol. <laughs> little, little couple alcohol. You know, Saturday morning. But it's always being a, like Saturday morning, eight o'clock. We have private to teach. I go out, but I'm there for teach. Yeah. Like, you know. You so, go back at 4 a.m., but you But I was, I was like that. Come back at 4 a.m., but 8 o'clock I'm there, you know. So yeah, I end up having the, the little bit lose the fox in life, you know, in that way, the party life, you know. It's easy to do, though, as, very, a, as very, a young man, man. Especially, yeah. especially because you don't have, like, family support, you know what I mean? If your exactly. brother was here, if your mom and dad was here, whatever, it can be a little bit different because they keep you ground a little bit. But, man, if you go somewhere, and this happens with guys that play footy, uh, guys that do whatever, like, all right, they, they make all this money that they've never had before. Even jiu-jitsu like guys, that? they was get that? all this yeah, money. like, and, and, like, you're still getting by and doing this stuff. But you make all this money compared to before. You, um, like, man, you start doing whatever, whatever it is. Um, oh, I'm going out with this. Or you're spending money on chicks or whatever, and it just gets out of like control. Like I say, you know, it's the hope, like, oh, man, Going out, girls, money, drinks, yeah. you know. Fun times. Fun times, you know. Yeah, and, like, you're at, so. and you're at that age, you know what I mean? Like at 23, 24, 25. Uh, yeah, like, that, yeah. That's the only thing that's on your mind, man. And you just, <laughs> this, yeah, <laughs> and it yeah, takes no, control, man. It was to be crazy. It was to be there. Like, I, I lose the fox. I have a time, mm. man. You know, I lose. I was to teach, like, I was to teach uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as a, a work. Okay, I'm going to work in the week. Weekend, I'm going to get loose. Yeah. Monday, that'll work. And then going to get loose. But it's not like, you know, like, also no, no push my students for competing because I say, oh, man, if you're going to compete, I'm going to go out. You know, I'm going to go. Have don't a lot of times I went to coaching hangover, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. Sydney, a lot. You know, like I say, have times, man, look how they, they bring up the human. You know? Have times, man, fuck. That's why my student loses so I can go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean yeah. mentality, like back in the day, yeah, you know, like, yeah, man, yeah. fuck. Man, just, okay, I, I'm here Sunday, you know, should be yeah. home, chill. I'm here Sunday if this yeah, guy, man. if there's only one student, come on, just lose so I can go home. Yeah. It's, it's man, it's hard. Even for me, like, you know I mean? You spend the whole week here, six days or six days out of seven, you're here. Man, like the last thing you want to do on the weekend is go there, but that's that's the job of being no, a no, coach, man. It's well, hard. Well, that what happens? Come a time uh, we we uh, go to campus was here, you know. Then he comes to the day. I was talking to him. I said, man, how you do, man? Like you know, you work hard a whole week. Then come weekends, you know. You just wanna. He said, Fabio, you need to do, man. That's the job you you, you choose for choose, your life. Yeah. You know, I think that was a little bit after. Like I say, sometimes you need an old brother or someone to, you know. Got a little bit. Uh, yeah, got a little bit. That was happening for me at the beginning. Like I said, I couldn't be much more like uh, at a famous on the sport, 
you know, but yeah. I did get a little bit lost when I was, like I say, when Jimmy signed up for UFC. Man, the guy was like, like, training, go home, eat his apple pie ice cream, stay at home, watch movies, you know, and say, man, weekends, come on, weekends, man, let's go banana. He used to be very quiet, like very dedicated, yeah, you know, yeah. and that was to make, make his life turn, like, man, he signed up for UFC, he was like, he yeah, he had a good run in the UFC at one UFC, time. Yeah. You know, so you say, man, the guys, and what's end up changing his directions after he get famous, famous coming, friends, people who want to be your friends. Friends. Yes. Yeah. You know, the yeah. friends, the people call friends, but the friends, they come alcohol, they come parties, they come, man, the guys to no drink. Then I say, I say, Fabio, every week someone invites me to go into some party yeah. because they want to see the James UFC fighters in my party. But they will you know. disappear when the guy loses no, the, the no, fame. No, it's, it's, it's fact, you know. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I was coaching him in BGG a lot. You know, like I said, we have a lot of uh, disagreement in a few things. I did not agree because, like I said, we used to be all crew. Yeah. We used to train together. We used to go into the camps together. We used to, like, going uh, overseas. Then I was coaching him. Then it was to be like this. Okay, James going to fight in UFC in London. London is cold. It's cold. Zero coaches. So it's to be me, him, and the other coach. Now James is going to fight in UFC Las Vegas. Thousand coaches. Have so many coaches. You know, so many people who pay to be his friends back in the day because he's going to Las Vegas. Mm. Pool parties, you know? So, yeah. uh, so I said, man, like I think the last big issues I had back in the day he was the UFC in Brisbane. When he fought uh, Shogun. Shogun, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, lost, like yeah, I said, I, I was in the camp for him. I worked there at that. I was doing security at this uh, event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was in the camp for him, helped him entertain. I was to be his main spy partner. It was me and the other two guys, spy partner, mm-hmm. and he'll have 20 coaches. Come time here at the UFC, no one gave the schedule. So, you know, to, to be here with him, be in his corner, they push me to the side. You know, so I said, wow. So now for UFC here, you have so many guys to be a corner man. But for UFC London, where it's cold. Yeah, when no one wanted to help, yeah, you were helping. No one everyone so wants like, to yes. help. Then, so yeah. that was end up, I think his career as well end up going to a different direction. Because, like I say, he ended up changing his style. He stayed with the crew who worked well. And like I say, all the time I was there with him in the corners, he always win. Yeah. You know? So like when he pushed out the, 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 the real people around him, he was losing. Maybe he changed direction. So, you know, always work the, with the, his grow game, inspire for him, you know. So back there, back in, when I was to live here, now that's happy, you know. So, yeah, I was to, then from there, from Sydney, you know, like. Uh, just, when, just on this point, it's yeah. like, it's easy to get like sidetracked or it's easy to get caught up in like the, um, man, the excitement or the, what's the word, like the, it's so enticing. Like, oh man, everybody wants to be my friend. Oh man, this guy's mm. famous here, or this guy, his name is bigger, or whatever. And yeah. it, it, we did a podcast with Tim, and we interviewed him about his music stuff, and he had a kind of similar kind of scenario. Like, man, and I talked about this to do with Hickson. Like, there's so many people making money off jujitsu, and the last guys making money are the guys that made jujitsu, man. That made oh. jujitsu, jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like. You, you got all these guys in yeah. the US that are, they've been, they've been doing jiu-jitsu for five or 10 years. They never did anything. They didn't build it. It was already here for yeah. them. 
but they're the ones making all the money. They're the ones, and it was kind of the same thing. It's like life isn't that fair, man. You know what I mean? Like it's a dog eat dog world, and and it's sometimes people take advantage, and sometimes they do man. this and they do that, and people get what they get through what they do in life. But it's a, just an interesting thing to think about because, like, man, a lot of the guys that they built and they're pioneers of stuff, and man, they don't get everything back, but what seems to happen is that they might get it at the time, but other things happen in their life and life gives back to them for yeah. all their hard work. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make sense? Like, like, sense. With, with, like I'm going to explain. Every day, example, the, the family, the greatest family. Yeah. Man, okay, how you you, you heard about Jiu-Jitsu? I heard about because how I see the Harley Rose fight the UFC, yeah, yeah. Hicks on Grace Rose. Yeah. Like, you know, the, they're the, who they make the name of the Graces. Yeah. Hazel, the you know, Hyan. They, yeah. wait, example, with all respect, then see Carlinhos Grace. But he's the he's a businessman. Mm. So what's happened? You see, like, this guy, like, you say, oh, man, the Carlinhos Grace is the more successful of the Graces. Yeah. You know, he was the business. So who make the names? Who was punching with people? Yeah, all the guys building the, the All the guys who build the legacy, but then come the other guys, you know, who... Market yeah. The marketing, the business, and they are very success, uh, successful today. They are more than the cousins, mm. you know? So that is fun. In the, even in Jiu-Jitsu, everything is there, you know, in fight. Like, if you see now, you know, what uh, people, uh, UFC fighters, you know what I mean, who's there, and they say, man, I wish I could be a truck driver. Look now, I went, got famous in UFC, you know, make money, start getting drugs, parties, mm. looking after the career is gone. Yeah. You know? Mm. So they have, have these people who try to to jump on your your boat yeah. when the boat yeah. is higher yeah. to try to make some business there. Uh-huh. You know? Mm. So I have a lot of friends who's like sometimes like the brothers, well my brother's very famous, so I'm gonna open a business, you know, in the at the end of the day they like the brothers they're fighting. It's less than now the, the other brother is well successful, you yeah. know. This happen in, in, in any type of uh, business. Yeah, yeah. You know. Any, yeah, lots of different pursuits and stuff. I just think it's an interesting thing to talk about. But I, I think life has a way of balancing things out as well. Like we, we talked about with him with his music stuff, you know, he used, he used to produce music and stuff like that and do all these things and people would come and steal ideas and go and do all these other things. And like maybe... Again, life's not always fair and it doesn't always, you know, karma doesn't always get everybody, you know what I mean? But, oh, no. like, but like I think, like you're saying, maybe if you did go there and become a UFC fighter, maybe you would have the same problems no. and, and, and exactly. gone crazy with the money yeah. and the chicks and everything. Oh, and stuff, so. like, oh, like I said, man, heavy. <laughs> like heavy people are not born to be famous. If you're going to be famous, you're going to be... Yeah, downhill yeah, yeah. because like, man... That's impossible you know? to deal with. Yeah, yeah sure. heavy things impossible to deal you know, when you're famous, you're there, have girls, friends, mm. but when you're after, yeah. you know, exactly. so it, it, that's happening a lot. That's all a lot of friends who got very popular, very famous, you know. They all they all struggle with that struggle. area of, like, be, of being an athlete. Five, five years later, no one know your name, yeah. let's say, yeah. you know. So you prefer to have something that's uh, lasts longer time. Yeah. So. That has a bit more meaning to it, more substance. But then it was that way coming one time in my life. I, I start to be more in the business, 
Then when when did you actually move to Brisbane? So I moved to Gold Coast in 2010. Oh yeah, sorry, not Brisbane. That's Queensland. Yeah. Moved to uh, Gold Coast in 2010. You know, so I fin I closed my the academy in, in Penrith. You know, in in Greenview. Okay. You know, and it's pretty funny. I have a other oh, oh, few of my students who start Jiu-Jitsu with me. You know, I didn't build up the uh, Australian top team. In, come a time, he started to be very famous because he was fighting a lot of MMA. Yeah. And they looked at that like, man, they was all the all learn ABC with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ashkan, who started he fought in the UFC, I said, man, that guy come to my gym, my worst blue belt puts his for the sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. he ended up training you just because he would put for the sleep, he could not believe. Back time, he was jack, you know, he's strong and become a nerd guy, puts him for sleep. Mm. And he said, I want to learn these martial arts, mm. you know. And then after all, they end up be very successful on the sport, yeah. you know. So, like, if you see all the, like I said, we are the pioneer there. And you have a lot of guys. Who pioneers now, of MMA. All, all, yeah, all the guys you're talking the about, they're all the pioneers of yeah, MMA in, in Australia. You know, it's yeah. to be like everybody... Uh, Hundred percent. A lot of guys uh, these days now, like like I said, you see, like uh, 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 Pedro Tyson fighting UFC in the tight two vast fight with, they all all coming from there, yeah. you know. But they were they were like more young back in the day. They were fifteen, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. They were, when we were there fighting, you know. They they was getting involved in on that and looking mm. now. Now they are you know a big name in Australia, but all being all coming from the same gym, yeah. you know, all coming from the same crew. So you this know. is all from the, this oh, MMA yeah, gym where yeah, you were training in and elite teach. fighting. Yeah. yeah, with Tama, Tama Tehuna, uh, the James Tehuna brother, yeah. who was more in the gym, you know, teaching, coaching, make shows. Yeah, you know, so he, 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 all these guys learn how to punch in the, in the club. Yeah. you know what I mean. So all in that past for the, I'll get like they are like maybe the second generation fighters between us, like you know, coming. Or have you asked James, you know, they was the first was Mark, then they come James, now it's you know, Tyson and the Thai, yeah, you know, so so we start taking off from, from Australia. Yeah, yeah. So they all build up oh we've been there in the beginning. That yeah. that's the cool. And the other day I looked to a few pictures back in the day and they talked to James, man, remember that they spar we used to be full on, we used to be mm. full on, man. Mm. Always Always back in the day, they, 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 like in the MMA, it's probably full on, you know. So then come a time, I stopped training, I stopped fighting MMA. I yeah. said, man, you know, I don't fight MMA anymore. When I start focusing on Jiu-Jitsu, I, I start coming back competing in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So, so I did, lose. Did you stop, did you stop I competing MMA stopped. when you moved to the Gold Coast or you were still no, fighting? No, I was still doing MMA. Then I fought Daniel Kelly, okay. who ended up making the UFC, man, I was a, uh, a good fight. I, me and his coach think I won the fight, but he was the Melbourne boy, you know. Yeah. So I ended up give to him, you know, like it was a big, big fight. Man, I fought so well that day. After the fight, I said, man, you know, I'm going to give up in, in MMA. Now I have other loss in my career, so I want to give up in MMA. Then start like jumping back in Jiu Jitsu. So I had a big break between 2000. Series like I think maybe 2006, 2010 to 2000, maybe 12, 13, when I have a big break. Competition, competition, because so, yeah. then, like I said, back in the day, it was to not have black belts. Then, give you a time, they start coming more black belts that have yeah. more black belts. And I think it was when I come back, uh, five, oh, 
when I come back fight was when they have the nationals here in Brisbane. Okay. You know, was one of the nationals they bring to Brisbane. Yeah. When I end up fight then Vicente got his black belt, then uh, Bruno Bruno from Sydney Jiu Jitsu, uh, what's his last name? Uh, Alves. Yeah, Bruno Alves, yeah. you know, I that for him, uh, Mike Wilson, you know, and that for a few guys from, also have an Asian guy from Gaha, I think I followed him okay. before. So, like, it was like, I that for, then when I come back, because I said, okay, have, we don't have black belts, semi weight, but have black belts now, mm. you know. So then I start come back to competing, mm. you know, in the Jiu Jitsu. Then come bring me back to Jiu Jitsu. Then start fall, fall in love again for the competition. So did you have your own academy already when you moved in 2010? When, or? Yeah, when I moved in 2010, I opened my academy to students, you know. Then you start build up, come a lot, of, a lot of people say, oh, man. Like I said, man, it's a small town. Both coast to be small. Oh, come now, this guy, you know. Mm -hmm. A lot of people want to come there to check it out. Who's this guy, you know. This new black belt in town. And it's pretty funny. They are still like that. Sometimes popular, mm -hmm. new academy, everybody want to go there because the new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? This is Western society, man, uh, I think. Or do you is. think it's everywhere? I don't know. Yeah. I think this is a Western thing. It's like the um, Americanized television and stuff. Oh, the new restaurant, go yeah. and try it out. The new yeah. the new shoe shop, the new shoe brand, the new the new style of outfit. It's I, I yeah. think it's like yeah, that. Yeah, because like when, like I also stay more in Gold Coast, so I don't know much about Brisbane. It's pretty funny. It's just very close to us. And there was to be me, was to be the Puma, Axis, Fight Club. Yeah. I think that's all. In in the Gold Coast, there was in the Gold Coast. Yeah. Right. There's just four. Yeah. You know, back yeah. in the day. And like I said, you know, like uh always, always being respectful. I always hate to I never been the type of guy to step people's toes. Yeah. You know. So always go there, do my own thing, never contact no one students. Yeah, yeah. Never approach no other people. Never. One day I'll sometimes oh okay, trade Man, well, man, that's it, Jiu-Jitsu, keep training Jiu-Jitsu. No, like, oh, man, I should come to visit my... Never, never yeah, did that because, I, I, like I said, I think there's sometimes, uh, you know, it's a little bit of, uh, how can I say? Um, no, it's etiquette, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. For, like oh, yeah. you're not going to go to... You know, it's respectful, it's yeah, honorable, very respectful. honorable stuff. It's, yeah, very yeah. respectful. Character, character. Yeah, character. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, of a person, like, you're not going to go approach it. I could approach a lot of people's students, man, never. And, and there's probably a short-term gain of getting some students, but long-term... You're going to have problems exactly. with another exactly. gym and all exactly. the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you want to have that. If you, exactly. you want to be there for a long time. No, I said, they, they, oh, most of my black belts I have now start to feel me from white. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very rare, like, I have maybe one or two black belts who arrive in Australia was purple, you know, they got brown, they yeah. got black. But like for me, I never got, I know have one student coming from uh, maybe Australia who coming from a different gene. Yeah. You know. Unless from, they moved into state or from no, overseas. No, the local, never. And yeah. because, and because these are, a lot of people have the respect for me. And the, a lot of, like, have people don't have, or have people have, but like Fabio's back white and the Fabio man. He's like, I never try to step people's toes, yeah. you know. I have, I have a lot of people who did that with me. That's common. Like you said, people try to 
to grow quick yeah, yeah, yeah. in the short term, yeah. but not think about the long term. Because if they did their... Uh, happened there in Gold Coast, I heard a lot, like having this guy come to train in this academy for befriends if you're the one, so open his academy, so get a few followers. Yeah. So then this person, let's say, name me A and B. The name me A went to this academy, make a lot of friends, move to this academy, open his facility, A. The B come, start training there, did the same thing he did with the other guy. The A come to me, say on there, man, this guy's a piece of shit. I said, bro, you heard about karma. You did that with other people. You know what I mean? And people uh, it happened happened to him, yeah. Happened to you. You know? The, the, yeah. I, I look, I think that's just like a gross way to do it, man. Like if you're good at jujitsu, if you have good instruction, if you build a good vibe of people in a community of people to, to go there, people are gonna go there She's if they want. People are gonna go there naturally. They, you don't need to go and coerce them or manipulate them into going there. That's no, not what yeah, you have to do. I, man. But uh, like Australia, man. Not just Australia, Everett is bro. Have clients for everybody. A hundred percent. Have clients for everybody. Like no, but said, nobody here is poor or in poverty in, no, in yeah, first world yeah. countries. You know what I'm saying? So like that. Uh, if come my students, and they, oh man, I want to open gym. I say, where do you want to open here? In, uh, I say here in Gold Coast, where I have three hundred. You want to open a pharmacy where I have ten, or you want to open a pharmacy where I don't have none? Yeah. Where are you gonna be successful? You know. Correct. Exactly. So like I say, I, I like if it was these days today, I arrive in Australia. Like, I open, like I said, we used to be three. Back then, there used to be three yeah. academy. I, you know, end up open there. But today, man, I'm going to try to go in somewhere it doesn't have. Yeah. That is a smart move to do. You're not going to step in people's toes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to be respectful because you're not know, there. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what's happening. Mm. You know, so uh, the mentality of people these days being very, like say, everybody want to... Uh, see how you are today, yeah, just, but they know sorry. They like I said, the timing where you was there. Like I said, a lot of people see me now. Oh, look, you have these many jeans, everything, bro. You know, see the time I was there doing the the labor when I was punch on with it. <laughs> Mark Hunt yeah. getting close to you know, could have a brain issue there. Man, they got to like inspire for James Tehuna. End up going to I end up going to America like Michael Bisbee hired me for training him. For fight Mayhem Miller, you know. Yeah. So like these things, people don't see. The people see where you are now. They, they, people wait at the finish line, man. That's yes. what, that's the way it yes. is. It's like pe- people are like, oh man, look how good it was for you. And, and because they see that you've done it, and they don't realize that it's accumulation of 10, 15 years of hard work. Oh, they they think yeah. they think overnight that they success. yeah they think yeah. it's overnight. So man, you got to here doing jujitsu. All right, I'm gonna open my oh, own gym, and then you know you 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 leave you. What the best job, bro? Everything's a job. This yeah. is the thing people oh, don't understand either. You live, look, y'all. You do what you, your patient. I'm gonna tell me every time. I hate jujitsu. <laughs> you know, no, no, not just jujitsu. I hate the 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 be a, the the owner of the academy because man, the things the people think you walk, you step in, you teach, you go home. Yeah, but man, I clean the jeans sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still go and clean the toilets. It's pretty funny. I love cleaning my, my, my academy. I love cleaning the toilet. Like, make me proud to clean. It's because, satisfying. Man, it's satisfying. Yeah. It's pretty funny. A lot of people say, Fabio, you clean, I clean the toilet of my academy. Mm. You know? Mm. These days, now, finally, uh, take me after. 
so many years, you know, I have people who work for me who do there. Mm. But like I said, is Fabio, is, you know, embarrassed to clean the toilet? No, I'm proud to satisfy me because, like, man, that's my baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. You built this and from the, the beginning. But heavy days, man. I don't want to be here because, like, you know, like you need to be there in the every night. You need to be there. Like I say, I, I, I my daughter born. You know, and the, I was looking at videos of my daughter's day. She goes sleep nine thirty at night, ten at sometimes. Because that's when you finish. Because when I finish, I want to go play with her. Mm. So people don't see there like yeah. all that. People just see where you live, the car you drive, look how's your life. People don't understand. I still train every day. Mm. People sometimes don't see me off, but you're not training. You did not train today. Huh, not training today in your class, but training other. Yeah. You know, I train every. I I. I have addiction for training. Mm. Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai now, come back to Muay Thai. You know, uh, today was my day was pretty fun. Look, <laughs> that, that is life of it. Uh, I do. I went to do Muay Thai. I go play tennis. Then I finish tennis, go do weights. Mm. You know, like, man, I've been burning myself. Sometimes come at night time. I'm strong. I want to just go relax. And now come these guys say, ah, Fabio, let's go. I want to roll. If you're like, man, and I'm still there rolling. I do like, sometimes I do four or five trains a day. Yeah. Happy there. Do weight, do everything. I keep, the guys say, Fabio, you crazy. Oh, look, your life's beautiful. Plus, administration, managing the yeah. facilities. You know, people don't yeah. see all that. Stop in the fridge. Oh, yeah. right. everything, everything. Go, but go, in, go in the supermarket to buy order to put in the fridge. Going to buy toilet paper. Then you you receive a call from the, pe- oh, Fabio, I feel sick because you're I not going to be able class. to. No, no, just, I cannot be able to go to 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 manage the clean the gym. Okay. So I go there early, clean the gym. Mm. The other guy, oh Fabio man, I got stuck. You know, in my other job, I cannot cheat the class today. You go cheat the class, yeah. then you need to like man, you need to be like I say. I mean, uh, I I I mean the uh, I do work of ten people sometimes. Yeah. You know, they go there. Uh, That's the reality of owning the, your own business. The, man, there's yeah. the reality. I go but, teach class. I have it these days. Sorry, but I have my coach say, oh Fabio. You go in a kid's class and then have three coaches. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And say, man, I also mean, like, I teach, I don't need to, I teach by myself, no coach. Mm. You know, when I start now, now, in 2021, I have a, a person who work in the reception. I have coaches. Yeah. I have uh, helpers for the coach. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I also be the admin. I also be the receptionist. I also be the cleaner. I also be the coach and the helper. Mm. Like in the this what I say is 2021. People don't wanna people ah oh, the hard the job is too hard. Mm. I also do this all by myself. But they, they never went through the challenge of all the stuff you're talking uh, about. They didn't yes. they didn't get they didn't take them 10 years to get to this point. This is the same thing that I was talking about before about men. They're coming to something that's already built, man. They, they they're <laughs> waiting at the finish line when everything's already done, man. They don't have an idea of what it's taken to get to this point. And and this is partly to do with Western culture. This is partly to do with Instagram or whatever. Like people only see the highs and the highs, the, the 3% of what, what happens or yeah. the lows and the lows, the worst yeah, 3%. Yeah. But everything else in the middle, everything else in the middle is what happens every day, which is stacking oh. the shelves, cleaning the gym, turning up when because the guy couldn't attend the class and you rush there and get there and all this stuff and going to bed late and getting up early they don't no, they don't realize no, no, they don't realize that like i said come even the new like generally like look how many times like man my first trip takes six months 
Yeah. My blue belt, I think they were taking over two years and a half to get. Hey, man, I was a blue belt for like four years. You know, no, years, blue yeah. belt, the one you last the longest. Yeah. The blue belt is the, the longest belt. Yeah. And the people, man, and like I said, sometimes I go in the gym and the people, I have it sometimes because I'm black-white. You know, I have issues with someone, I'm going to tell in the face. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you don't like or like, I will talk in the face. I'm going to explain my point of view. I'm not going to talk to the back. Yeah. Have you guys come to me you know, like, oh, Fabio, you humiliate me in the class. I said, mate, first, you ask about your stripe in front of everybody. Yeah. I just reply from everybody because I'm not going to tell to you. I tell to everybody as well. No come and ask for a grade. You know, mm. be here. Do your hard work. You're and you'll get rewarded for it. Rewarded yeah. for You know, like, oof, they come, man. Then you need to deal with dads. Why my, my kid not got a belt? <laughs> Oh, why he got the lower belt, not got the other belt? Yeah. Okay, because the other kids like 15, your kids three. You know, oh, no, but you know, make it like, oh, mate, sometimes this, everybody thinks, oh, it's easy. Mate, sometimes mm-hmm. it's stressful. And have it happy times, man, I say, oh, I need to go to the gym. You know, I just wanna like, I just wish I was to go work like a labor, yeah, but yeah. I don't wanna be there. Just for you know, because <laughs> cross screen and that I want a simpler thing. Yeah. That thing. It's as your hobby. Everybody say, Fabio, soon's your hobby turn up your job. Yeah, it's not the hobby anymore. It's not hobby anymore. It's change. Yeah. You know. So like I say, look at how much we've been through to be here. You know, and this is what I say. Like back in the day, like I say, getting fight in the street. Get a punch off the, the higher level UFC fighters, you know, don't have money to train, sometimes don't have money to 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 buy a meal for it with health, you know. Yeah. So, so no have money to try like I lost so many chances, opportunities to fight big competition because I don't have money to pay the, the, the sign ticket, up. Yeah. You know how the sign in now. Now it's getting crazy, ridiculous, expensive. Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. It's back in the day to be two hundred dollars to go into a like competition. Like I said, two hundred dollars to go into a competition. You know, plus depend if you don't need to travel. Yeah. Imagine accommodation, you go, you accommodation, fly, hotel. Go, like I said, ends man, up being a thousand dollars to go and compete at a local competition or, or interstate it, it competition. Is, yeah. It is. It is easily. Yeah. Easily. So uh, people don't say like a lot of people say, Fabio, why are you not competing? Why you didn't ever done like example? Pan America because I don't have money to go there. Yeah, but also like man, the people don't understand like when you first started your gym, you're doing the ten jobs. You don't have the ability to go and leave. No, and leave the gym oh there. no, you know, like your way, happy the opportunities. That was funny in my in my in my life. So, then I went to Denver, Colorado to to, to, to the camp training with um, James Tejuna. I was helping him in the camp training. Spar par like I said, you know a lot of people told off. Oh, you did this job used to be coach. I said no man. When I was to go into these camp trainings, I was to be like a punch bag, bro. The guys pay me for me go full on, punch on every day. And don't think you, I will tell about this. You hurt, see you later, mate. Bye, next one. Yeah. You know? So happy time, man. I was there when I was doing the camp for, I went to, I went to this camp, come back to this camp to James Terhuna there in Denver, Colorado, at the Muscle Farm. Go there in the camp, who's in the camp? Rampage Jackson gonna fight John Jones. So it was Rampage Jackson, John Jones, uh, Czech Congo was there. It was like a lot of big names was there. Mm. Sparry full on, punch. The manager saw me Sparry James. Man, I like this boy. After the show, come back to Australia. Uh, Tama, say Fabio, the guy when you're going to America to train Mike. Say who Mike? 
Michael Bisping, eu falei, fuck, man. Michael Bisping, his voice used to be annoying, man. How, you know? <laughs> Then go there, go to there. Boom, okay, go there for training Mike. Went here, got my tickets organized, fly to America. Going to the airport, oh, this Michael gonna come and pick you up. Michael, maybe the manager. Fuck, I got in the airport there, wait for ages. Then bloody come, park the car. Michael Bisping, pick me up in the airport. Fuck, he was hungover ass. Oh, fuck, sorry, man, so I leave you in the airport, you know, like, you know, the managers call me for wake me up. <laughs> man, the guy was wait out party one day before, yeah. and he forgot me in the airport. That's normal, that's, uh, that's the last thing. Went there, did the camp training, punch your map. My body should be so sore. Mm -hmm. You think I can, uh, I'm gonna complain? Complain, Fabio, see you later, bye. Yeah. Can I go, man, I was to fight, come Friday, spar with him. Man, my ribs or so, my neck or so, back, huh? man, shut your mouth and go. Mm -hmm. These days don't exist there. These right. days, oh, this what I say. When I see sometimes I stood, uh, I hurt my finger. Mate, serious. <laughs> Tape on, bro. Tape on and come on. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, the doctor told for me I have five weeks stop. I said, tell your doctor to come train jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to see what's the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so wait there. Make this good connection, punch on. These people don't see, you know. Yeah, so yeah. we start like going fight. Like I could not cry nowhere. <laughs> Go train jiu-jitsu, you know. Oh, your next so man. Like I said, these days, I get it. That was my job. Yeah. Okay, I gotta pay for be there for do that. If you cannot do your job, see you later. We're gonna put someone here. Yeah. You know. So I need to cut throat, man. Cut throat. I need to. So. Then I come, like I said, these days, sometimes I go in the gym, I'll see in the competition. Ah, oh, my face, the guy touched my face. <laughs> Happy that the training, man, come on. Yeah. Swallow and go, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, they, but they never, they, they never been exposed yeah, to anything like this, man. Yeah, this never. Is a, yeah, they say, oh, you know, man, look your life, you know, you look. It's not luck, <laughs> man. <laughs> This, well, this, you know what I mean? There might be yeah. a little bit of luck that you chose to no, come to Australia instead of exactly, another country, exactly. but man, like There's everything a, else after that is just they, all they, hard work. They luck, but yeah, they, this I said, they come to Jiu Jitsu competition, they come in all this. Yeah. Uh, new, new, new game, new stylish, like, okay, you're going to fight for save, win by one, advantage. Yeah. Man, this burning me, they're 100%, they're the true fighters, man. We want to see. Com combative. You, you want to see exchanging of techniques. Yeah, You're trying exactly. to beat each other. Yeah, and and this is a this is a big criticism, particularly of gi jiu jitsu, because it's become so technical and tactical, and they sit on their butt and they do this and they do that, and it's really really gone away a lot from self defense and and oh. beating people and and fighting to a game, a sport, and stuff. And unfortunately. The more you commercialize anything, the more that happens. The more franchises you open of a burger shop, oh, the quality goes down. And, and and it's just how it is, man. I'm gonna think, I think now the master Ella Grace in his, you know? Yeah. He's must be turning around saying, man, the way did you, did you turn? Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, I'm gonna tell, but even, even now as well, this new, okay, like I say, every day, every couple of years comes something. It used to be the Berimbolo, yeah. there used to be the 50-50. Now, now it's, it's the heel hook. Heel hooks, yes. leg locks, no gi. No, yeah. but now, now it's the, 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 the heel hook. Like I said, the white belt come to the gym. So what do you want to learn? I want to learn heel hook. Start, let's start there. Yeah. Let's start there. <laughs> I said, man. Work backwards. Man, you can't even, you Wait, can't even can keep you, your balance. Can you do an umber 
Não, não, but you know, he looks like he type out a high belt. I know, but there is no the law. Like, like I say, you're going to... You, you if know, you're good at an armbar, you can tap a high belt too like, with but, the armbar. But what I say is, a lot of people, what they try to do? Cut steps. Yeah. I know. I, like I say, you know, um, in my academy, uh, I know really fun for you. No, I know fun. But I think now we strain a lot. Like, you know, after, okay, now your brow belt or black. Yeah. Now, okay. Because now you learn the basics of escapes, jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know? You've already got a foundation to work from as opposed it's to just adding just some come crazy attack. Sit, try to turn threefold row, four row, you hook, boom, tap. You know, like, have a few fights you watch in the uh, no-gi grappling. It's not exciting to watch anymore. A lot know? of it's not, yeah. Because there was the guys just going for... They both uh, sit down and sit both down, try, try, to, grab each other's try to grab each other's toes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, so, like I said, you start to lose the excitement, you know, yeah. of the... the. It, it is effective. It is good. You know? Yeah. I know no, 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 take me wrong. Say, ah, should mm. No, you need to learn it. But I think you should be step... One, two, three. Yeah, training you wheels. Know? Training wheels on before yeah. you take the bike on so its own. Yeah. Why? Why you think the I, I don't know I be the JGF now allowed people to do heel hooks? Because that's what was popular. because they because in America they're gonna lose a lot of you know yeah. into fees. Yeah, you know because the heel hooks. But what they did? They were smart. You can do black belt adults, brown and black adults. Yeah, masters. Can't no. do. Because like a lot of people don't think, okay, I'm gonna play hook, but not think about, okay, if he just think about uh, apply, know if someone apply you, can damage your ligaments, okay, you know when you start. We we talk about this here as well. We let people from purple belt not start practicing. But that's fair enough. Yeah, purple belt, you need to get prepared. Agreement. Yeah, gentlemen's yeah. agreement. But like I said, you get. But that is fair. Like when you are purple, your next step is brown and black. Yeah, correct. You got to be but prepared for that. Now. Already. Like I said, have my jeans, man. Come here, white belt, blue belts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's people that like haven't trained much before at all and they're and they're all asking about this because that's what's popular all over the internet. No, the, it's because the, that was the being happy America. Correct. And that's what's popular, that's what's presented all the time. Flow grappling, that's how they sell yeah. their product. Oh, we're the new American athletes. Look at these guys, they're beating everyone. The problem with like um that I find with even other leg locks is any time that you attack somebody's knee. In jiu-jitsu, because this is such a strong area of your body, it's such a powerful and robust area of your body, it can absorb a lot of force, you can jump up and down, do backflips, step off your leg, change direction. It's very durable. And because it's very durable, it creates you need so much more force to damage that portion of your body. The problem is, is when you put that much pressure on the ligaments, on the tendon, the, the joint itself, the risk in like of injury is at a is is more catastrophic because it's under more pressure. Yeah. With the arm, you don't you don't because again the muscle smaller. This yeah. is the system of jujitsu. Why do you focus on attacking someone's arms and neck? Yeah. Because it's easier. Because yeah. you can use a triangle where you use your legs to squeeze their neck. Ah oh, man, no worries. I don't have to fight hard at all. I squeeze hard. My legs are stronger than his arms. But when you attack somebody's somebody's legs, particularly when they're unaware they don't understand how their body works they don't understand how the submission the attacks the situation works they don't get it and they yeah. just squeeze as hard as they can to hurt somebody you're going to damage somebody quite easily not because the submission's dangerous but because people don't understand Knowledge. like they don't understand the feeling of damage in their own body yet 
Yeah, yeah. And that's why. Really and, 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 until they already damaged everything, ruptured all the ligaments, everything. I, I'm so. going to tell you, I saw the people fight for broken arms. I never saw the people fight for broken knee, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, uh, when Jacare fought Hodger. Hodger, yeah. You know, he put his arm, man. He keep fighting. But put in knee, his jacket, yeah. Put in jacket. And I'm going to tell. The recovery of there is going to be much more fast than the knee. Yeah. You know, so that's what I say. So... I think I think what's been happening for now this new generation, like I say, it's not the the end. Gonna come out a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Another there's another thing. fad, another so, craze yeah. for sure. It's just people try to. I wanna earn my black belt in two years. Yeah, yeah. You know the people try to cut steps. Yeah. You know, and that's like, like I say, is it's just people wanna put the Instagram. Do you think people wanna put the Instagram? Is they are white belt. No, I've talked about this before as well with yeah. some students at the academy and it's like you can even notice why people start jiu-jitsu in the way they approach training and the way they do the things questions the questions they ask the things they want to understand like a lot of people start jiu-jitsu because they're interested in it they they like the mma or whatever but there's this new wave because of the popularity of MMA and the popularity oh, that yeah. that's added to jiu-jitsu, there's this new wave of people that are just doing it because it's popular now. No, it not is. because they enjoy, not because they like, not because they want to do, but because it's cool to take a photo and put it on your Instagram that you're doing jiu-jitsu. It's you know what I mean? uh, it is, okay? Yeah, like jiu-jitsu got a very popular thing to the UFC as well. You yeah. know, they mix my shorts because soon as good, they throw these guys are black belt jiu-jitsu, so everybody run alone. And it is, like I said, jiu-jitsu can train 100%. You can inspire 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come next day, inspire 100%. Percent, yeah. In Muay Thai, boxing. Can't do it, exactly. You can't do it. And it's more simple. Like I said, have, have a see if you see gigs, sorry, but happen a lot of keyboard orders. They train Jiu-Jitsu. Do you think keyboards are going to train box or Muay Thai? No, nah, it's too uncomfortable. Because it's uncomfortable. Jiu-Jitsu, you know, is more like uh, friendly. Yeah. Which just doesn't have the same impact. You're not going to get yes. a broken nose. You're not going to get a broken often. nose. It's more, yeah. it's more friendly. And like I say, because it is a sport, it's like chess. You need to be to have knowledge. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need to be tough to be a, a world, world champ. Like you say, the, the, <laughs> the skinny guy, the, like he's a world champ. He's very the massa, massa, uh, Musa Messi. Yeah. Musa Messi. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look, look how like man, the guy's an animal. You know? Yeah. But look, he's, you know, glad yeah. to speak like man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people look there. You know, like I said back in the deals, they they fight us to be broke ears. Yeah. You know, ugly, bald hair, shavy, trapezio coming here, mm. and look at this. What's been turning out? You know, mm. like, it, it, because it's the it's the biggest uh, martial arts, the the uh, the fastest grow martial arts. Yeah, yeah. You know, so every is welcome to everybody. It includes everyone for sure, and and anybody, no matter their body the type, age, their size, their age, they can know. all do it and enjoy it and have fun, and also actually be effective. That's the crazy thing. You can overcome physical attributes, someone's strength, someone's speed, someone's flexibility with knowledge and understanding. You start, uh, like I said, a lot of people come, they they change it because they change the way they eat. Because yeah, you come to the gym, you get in puff. <gasps> Man, I need to change. You know, can't they, smoke they, anymore. You know, yeah. you know they smoke. I was smoke the cigarette. I'm gonna release. Oh, you know, back in the day, go home, stop McDonald's. Now, nah, gonna stop. Okay, stop McDonald's. Stay, get a burger. I got a little bit of rap. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. start. You start like small adjustments in their life. It's more yeah. just because they see, like I said, my heavy people who come training in my car. The first army crawl they did, 
Oh, man, I need to, to, to rest. Yeah. I said, man, in the eye, I say, look, you can die, bro. Like, look how <laughs> yeah. healthy you are. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we don't sell, we, we sell like a... a we sell health to people, yeah, you know, yeah. and the people start doing jiu-jitsu. You, you're saving people's lives. Life right? is, you know, yeah. like, did I did a lot of change. I have, like, you know, people who's, like, not just in there, but, like, stop drinking, stop smoking, you know, like, stop being more humble. Come mm-hmm. guys who walk my gym thinking they were the, the last uh, biscuit of the pack, you know, the tough man, come now, man, it's a guy too nice to talk to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bring the guy's ego down. Particularly if they stay, like the ones ah, they get bruised, you never see them again. Like, like I said, happy. You know, started, yeah. I have like I have this. It's pretty funny. It's work like that. The type of student, okay? Have the student who wanna come, who wanna be your friend, who wanna be seen, who wanna be. This guy sometimes no last. They have I have one guy. He come quiet. He go home silent. He come. He do his training. You know, he he comment much do. Stare at my shit. Now if you go there, do his training, be help, talk a little bit, laugh, nice, go home. Then you have the guy who suck your energy. You know, when are you to watch him, you yeah. wanna take and the, like this man, I have a lot of happen there. This guy here who take my all my energy, end up stop, end up leaving, stop end up having they injuries. They just want attention. End up yeah, no, it's having injury because they don't want to tap out. Yeah. They um uh, uh cannot train for three weeks and they have this other guy. It's pretty funny. I have this I have a couple of these and it's a man, look this guy now. Today he's brow belt. Yeah. And the other guy is still a blue belt. Yeah. Oh, but I said, remember you started before the guy, but so happy. Unfortunately, your ego. Yeah. You know, you still have to cut me. Training. Going home. Go home and relax. Now you wanna be seen, you wanna be the comedy of the class, you wanna if you they know. if they worked um, as hard on their jujitsu as they did being noticed, they would already be a black belt by now. Oh, you know what I mean? But, but that's the trap. But a lot that's of what's happening, into, man. Yeah. People wanna train uh, white to black in few steps. I think there's also one other thing that contributes to that. It's like most of the stuff they see about jujitsu, about all these famous guys that have got all this attention and, oh, man, the guy, look, he just looks like this, but, man, he smashes everyone. He looks so cool. And it's you're building this, like, it, fame for jujitsu athletes. Oh. oh, man, the guys are so cool. Keenan Cornelius, Wormgard. At one point, it was all about lapel. Wormgard, 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 Wormgard. 50-50, Berimbolo, Wormgard, the day. And now it's you know, books and everything, now, right? But they see Gordon Ryan or they see Craig Jones or all these guys that have become famous. They're, be- they're the pinnacle of the sport. They're making millions of dollars a year selling their DVDs and everything. They want to be like that. Yeah. So, or or it, it could be um, Conor McGregor. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. People behave that way because that's their idol. Like, uh, it's different. Like, you talk about, like, you know, um, remember as well, like, he used to be very famous, you know? He used to... Like, he's still very famous, I think, in America, but he used to be very, like, in Australia. He used to talk, you know, like, oh, you know, I got my black belt in five years, in four years, uh, Kid Dale. Kid Dale, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah. he got it better. He was a monster. Yeah, yeah. So, when he's, like, he disappeared a little bit means in the jiu-jitsu. Same, yeah. In scene. Because, like I say, sometimes it's coming too quickly. Too easy, like come too quick because he was competing. Yeah. But like I say, man, people sometimes not gonna know end up change. Okay, I I I active my goal. You know, I got my black belt. Yeah. Now everybody know about me, so now, you know. So like this is what I said. You you see guys 
you know, it's still... They stop evolving because they already think that they no, got to exactly. Yeah. And like, But you see, guys, who take along the journey and then keep in these days, maybe Open Academy, Live, Jiu-Jitsu, you know yeah. what I mean? So they end up built up there for their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's kind of like what we were talking about before with the MMA stuff as well. And it's like, it, it, it's not a karma thing or whatever, but it's like you, you didn't get the the big fame or the guy didn't go and become a UFC fighter or whatever, but, man, you've created a really great life for yourself and for your family and for people around you. Like legacy. you've created a legacy Le or a community, yeah. but the legacy is in community as opposed to winning a belt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. legacy is in the community, the people around you, the group of people that you, you kind of like lead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure it's some of the students that you had from white belt all the way to along their journey, you could, I don't know, um, pass on your values from the old, yeah, from, for sure. from that, what we're talking about. It's like... But that's that's what's the most important. Like I said, this is what I said to my guys. My guys oh, and I said, listen, why I want to train it? Why for me, each belt, I want to see the quality? Because it's going to come on day. You will be a black belt. Yeah. And you're going to realize how hard it was for you. Yeah. When it comes time to give to someone, you're going you're gonna to stop thinking and you're going to say, whoa, what's hard for me? Why are you going to give to this guy easy? And it happened a lot. I see guys giving belts, you know, no, just saying everywhere happened there. Yeah. Giving belts very easy because it comes easy for them. They don't have the appreciation. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. You know, like it's, a, it's like a domino when, effect. When, yeah. when I talk to my, or everybody, every time I do a big grade and they talk about that, I say, guys, you know why it's no, it's no harder. It's the right time, you know, because. You guys gonna appreciate in the one one day, you guys become a black belt, and you guys gonna pass that to your students. Yeah. So, you know how much, you know just how hard it was for you get, but how much you, your dedication mm. for the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know how how long time it take for you get your belt. So when you pass to the other your generation, you gonna make you gonna push them because they gonna come again. It's like a domino. Mm. effect you know yeah. so that's for me is very important so like coming guys and oh but you're going to the other gym you, you get your black belt in two years i say okay so now then you see their black belts giving people black belts in yeah, two years short yeah. Turnaround, yeah then you see i say oh my god but you see the, the level hey why you not compete oh my knee oh my back <laughs> yeah. no it's because they have the ego they want no one to see the level, they, yeah. they, they, because they are famous in his academy. They don't want to see the, the, the real. Mm. We, if, like I said, you're going to, uh, like I said, have a few. I, I, I really respect the, 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 the belt, the, the black belt who competes. Doesn't matter if you win yeah, or lose. Yeah, for sure. I but agree. he's there. Putting it on the line. To man. put on the line. You know, so that's what I say. When my, my boys laugh, ah, I say, man, you don't need to win, but you need to show you have the, you are a black belt. You need to show you are a black belt to be able to, where you compete. Win or lose. Oh, the guys are that, shit. You're already you know, winning. You're winning you're by already, going yeah, and competing. Yeah. You already win. You win my respect a lot. But now, this black belt, you know, happen. I saw it before I got, come with this guy, black belt. People call him a master. You know, master, treat him like a god. Mm. I said, and then I looked at the guy's resume. What he did? Zero. 
When how many competitions? Zero. What he did for the jiu-jitsu? Zero. Yeah. And people call him a master. You know, come on, really? I think this is uh, also like one of those pitfalls of like um, commercializing jiu-jitsu because like you're saying, like before everybody used to fight, everybody used to compete, everybody used to do all this stuff or even internally in the gym, it was so live. Everybody used to compete against each other and fight so much in the gym that there was no confusion. There was no like secrecy behind anything. Now they're giving so many, so many people are opening gyms like, man, and people making fake belts or whatever. Like you can, there's so much happening and there's so much going on. There's so much noise. There's so many people that no, they get by, you know what I mean? They sleep in the cracks. They, they, unfortunately, like I said, they're not be a business. Yeah. And the people are not. Now you better be the businessman, yeah. you know? So this is what I say. You get there, you give you a, a black belt or like go there, open your gym, you know? They, they, they give you, like I say, you, but because this is what, what, what I don't like is, man, we are old school, you know? We, we've been to the, the tough life to be where we are now. Yeah, yeah. You know? and then other people just get Then other people yeah. just get it. It's okay, so let's test. Oh, no, no, you know, my back. I said, it's okay, man. So I respect injuries happen, but it's okay. Let's see your resume, what it did. You know what I mean? Yeah. For for you be, for, for you try to create this respect for people. The problem, you know? I think also the problem is, is like for the the general public, the majority of people that train, they don't know anything about jiu-jitsu, man. They don't know anything about somebody's level. They don't understand anything. No, they don't especially, understand. Especially on, on like in Australia or in other Western countries, all they see is the status of the black belt. So if the guy's a black belt, yeah. oh, he's good. Instead yeah. of, man, they don't, man, there's levels within that. Man, my, the, the criteria that I have to grade somebody is completely different to a different instructor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a very, very strict kind of stuff. A lot of the grading that I will help and input, but I'm not, I'm not the, the owner of the gym. I'm not yeah. the head instructor, you know what I'm saying? It's not my decision yeah, only. They. Man, if it was up to me, man, there would be three or four but, people but, grading but, every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, but that's coming. The time is <laughs> like if it, uh, sometimes if it come to me, if 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 I also train jujitsu mm. the way I learn, it, I think I would be. I also have three students. Yeah, but that's something but, that I need to yeah, work on. But know? like I said, I'm very tough, tough, yeah. tough students. I used to be. They would be watching hundred percent. But bro, used to be that. Like I said, just gonna stop because. We're gonna train for long, you know. But now these days, man, have family, need pay rent. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you need to make more welcoming to people. Sometimes as well, you don't need to be a world champion to get your belt, you know. Yeah. But okay, you've been working well for your belt, yeah. you know. So you, there is no demand. You, you be put your hard work, be put your time. Man. You know, people sometimes leave the family at home, the kids at home for coming training jujitsu. Yeah. You know. That's okay. Like you've been doing the 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 steps you you is they requiring for get the next belt. Mm. Like I say, I have guys as well come to my gym, training one every three months. You know, strong, maybe on the fitness industry. You know, but coming once or three months and oh, I'm by coming here to belt black belt. Yes, you do. You come here to belt blue belts, purple belt. Sorry, no black belt. Come here to belt blue belts. Yeah, you do, but wait. These guys work in office whole day. Yeah. When you're doing shinaf push ups all day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're but all day to prepare. How's your knowledge <laughs> when you turn up a black belt uh -huh. 
to give to your students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't prepare people. It, it, you have there has to be a lot of like different um, criteria to look at and stuff because like oh, there, there's, there's always there's always going to be a huge white belt that's super strong that you can go and get a fifty kilo brown belt and squeeze their it's, neck. Oh man, of course you you almost double their weight, man. Like, but what what's the sport is like? I say when he turn up he turn up a black belt, he gonna say the guy. No training jiu-jitsu, just do weights, come here, you you know what I mean? Yeah. No need training every day, no need training two times a week because we need each other for improve. Yeah. You know, so because it's for for example, my academies, I, I'm very pushy about the attendance. Attendance. Yeah. yeah. You know why? <laughs> like the, yeah. the attendance. Yeah. Exactly, because it's very important. Guys be there to the training to help each other. Yeah. yeah. You know? So Fabio, you do the test. I, I personally, I, I born, you know, like I learned my jiu-jitsu as well, go there, study the, the positions, show to the professor. Yeah. Like these days, man, how are you going to do if 100, 200, 300, 400 students, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for every single one, you're going to do tests, you know? Right. If, but uh, if the guy's been coming to the wish. training, right, right. Okay. if the guy's coming to the training, who know? if I go into the school, how am I going to learn? Yeah. Just if I have some like... If I have a special something, I will learn because you're there, you know. So when people come train, he come he three times a week. He been training. Yeah. He will learn. Yeah. You know. He there, there's no. Learn. There's no way they're not going so, to. So okay, you're not gonna progress the guy who been helpful in the academy, who's always coming here to training, you know. Who maybe he's no um, physical athletic, you know. Maybe he's never. But they but, understand jujitsu. When he was very technical. Yeah. You know, like I say, you uh, I always look at uh, 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 John Denahan. He's very smart. He, you don't know, look like he's uh, he's be like you know like a, a dangerous you know, a competitor. Dangerous scholar. But man, the guy have the knowledge because he's been studied. He trained jiu-jitsu, You know, yeah. he's been there. Like I say, I have coaches there in my my academy. You know, they are no like, but they are so. He, they know how to pass the knowledge. Yeah. Maybe they are not the best competitors, but they are very good to pass coaches. the knowledge. Like happy my brother. My brother, oh, competition, man. He used to be the worst. He used to vomit, getting nervous, you know, when I go in the Fine. bathroom. Yeah. But it's like, they, but as a knowledge for a professor, yeah. he used to be amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He used to not be a great competitor, but professor used to be Encyclopedia amazing. Encyclopedia of jiu-jitsu. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. talk to him, man. When I go, all the time I go to Brazil, there. Uh, make me feel I don't know jiu-jitsu sometimes because they, they, like the guy just live he live jiu-jitsu he talk about jiu-jitsu the guy is like sometimes so boring because he don't talk about a different thing you know mm -hmm. change the I said man yeah. <laughs> no he, he keep like he talk about the time he got to man the time I was close to tap out Cobrinha I said bro that was in 2006 come on man come on <laughs> you know like oh but I was I said man come on that's happy but hey but, you know what I mean? But yeah. he's, he's very like, he's not a good competitor. Yeah, know? but, but it, he's very good. Like He understands and he's dedicated his so life to understanding and, and that, explaining jiu-jitsu. Yeah. That's what I look for my students these days. It's yeah. not to be the best competitor. Go, jump into the competition. For you, feel the adrenaline. I have yeah. a guy who competes in the after I got six. I say, yeah, man, yeah, how you go? You like it? Say, Fabio, I, I hate it. I'm not, not going to do it anymore. I say, now you know how it is. Yeah. I agree with you. And look how fun he ended up being coaching, you know, in a, in our friend's academy. But like I say, he's a very good coach. 
Mm. He never competed. He hate competing. Mm. You know, but uh, but he try. Yeah. You know, so now he be able to pass his knowledge. Yeah. You know, so you need to you need to jump. You know, I always recommend to every single one to jump and see how it is. Yeah, try it at least. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have to do it seriously. No one no one's saying you have to be a world champion to get another belt or whatever. But I think I think competition is a good tool for you to recognize the realities of oh, 100%. high intensity jujitsu. You you're gonna realize what things you're not good at, you're gonna realize things that you might be able to do under pressure and and, and the reality. Not what you think, but what's actually gonna be real, With what's gonna happen. Time, yeah. When you're under real pressure, there's people watching. You have to you have to make it happen. All right, what can you actually do? That's Man, like important. I think everything happened for me. Maybe happened for every single. When the first time when I compete, when I went to compete, I was blind. I couldn't see nothing. I could not remember <laughs> technique. Yeah, yeah. I like I could not hear no one. Mm -hmm. You know, first step you need to pass. Like people think, oh, when I compete first, adrenaline, nerves. I was to like back the day. I was to say. I was told, mom, I was go home and I was told, mom, why am I always stinking? Look like I was, you know, in the sugar cane plantation in the middle of the sun. I'm stinky. Why? My mom said, you know what is this? Adrenaline. Adrenaline, yeah. Oh, wow. And I also stink. And you, you start to notice when you guys compete, wow. you guys smell different. Because why you think, yeah. why you think, uh, when the dogs, like when someone jump in your house, the dogs bite him. Because they, the adrenaline, they, 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 they sweat, yeah. the adrenaline. So, like, the, the nervousness, man. I was like, I, I said, man, I never be so stinky in my life. Yeah, yeah. The way I'm, mom, what? And he said, Fabio, you know what is this? Adrenaline. Wow. Said, wow, how crazy is the body, yeah. eh? the, the yeah. human body? That's your body telling you, know? you it's ready to go time, about to fight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To fight or flight. That's your fight or flight response. And <laughs> the thing, like, even for me, like, man, it took me so many years to, it's not comfortable either. It's not comfortable because the thing is, is like anytime you do anything that's important to you, that's stressful, that like there's a lot of pressure in the situation, you're always going to have anxiety, always going to have stress and adrenaline and all these things. But what you get better at doing is better at navigating it and dealing with it. You know what I mean? You get better at dealing with it. And um, yeah, it's it's not as it, oh. panic. There's no, there's not as much panic anymore. I'm gonna, you know I mean? I'm gonna tell something happy for me. That was like it's no long ago. I think it was in where we are, 2020. Maybe it was 2016 or 17. Yeah, I went. I was compete for a while. I went in Melbourne compete. I think it was the nationals. The nationals of the Pumpex. In those fights, um, uh, was me end up going to the finals, me and Michael Wilson. My first fight, when I fought, it looked like I fought this guy, I tapped out, no, Michael, or the guy first, before going to the final, I tapped out in a leg lock. Look like when I jumped the mats, I was fighting. You know, it looked like a wave got you in the start to roll. You do things for survival. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, serious, I, I tapped this guy in the survival. Yeah. I know technical, no, no. I was feel he was coming, this guy was coming top, boom, they started to roll him, turn up and see his leg between my leg, boom. You I just reacted, you just boom, reacted. Like yeah. completely, boom. Wait, sit there, say, Fabio, what the fuck are you doing here, right? You don't need there. I was nervous, nervous, nervous. Like, I was, I, I never been so nervous and having anxiety. Man, what are you doing here? What are you doing this for your life, man? Like, 
like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Then going to the final, me, Mike, was rolling for him, the same thing. Could not see nothing. It looked like a wave. It was in the middle of the washing machine. He survived, boom, boom, boom. Then was going on top, then boom, boom, got in the trail, he tapped me out, boom. Tapped me out, man. That was the best thing that happened. Like I said, when you lose, it's never bad. You look like I, I, I receive a big slap in the head and say, Fabio, wake up. Yeah. Man, I got frustrated. I got like pissed off. I said, now, now it's on. We're going to see again the, uh, we did the, 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 the weight division. Then we met again the weight, in the open weights. Yeah. Man, there you come back the real day, Fabio. Yeah. You know, who know what he's doing. Like, why was that? Time away from competition. You know, I got nervous. A lot of people say, oh, Fabio, you're not getting nervous. I got nervous. I was like, swear to God, I was close to running away from the place. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to run away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run away from this place. It's not easy that way. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not easy. What, Fabio, what are you doing here? You know, you don't need... Like, but as soon as you lose, you look like shake me and say, Fabio, come on, you know? Now it's time to... So because it's a say, so, oh, lose it, lose it, man. Come for good. It never come for bad. Sometimes you need to lose to realize things in your life. That, that's you like a lot, of, a lot of guys that compete too. They always need their first fight. They want to do a hard first fight so they settle for the for rest the, of the competition the and stuff. Man, for me, like the anxiety stuff has always been... Uh, I struggle, I, like in my opinion, I never struggle with anything physical, like athleticism, strength, speed, nothing. I always was good with this type of thing. I never struggle with the technical stuff or understand jiu-jitsu, I always could do the techniques, but the mental side of anything is something that it doesn't get taught a lot. You have to learn it it's yourself. You don't, you, don't get taught, you don't get taught how to manage anxiety. You don't yeah. get taught how to manage adrenaline stress. You have to learn this stuff as you go. And some people have a natural ability to, to deal well with it, and some people don't. I think most people, in, it takes time, it takes years of work and adjustment to figure out how to approach this so you can have success with what you're doing. And man, I've only just gotten to a point now, and I'm 27 now, and I've been competing for a lot longer. Like, I, I man, the, f the first time I competed seriously as a jiu-jitsu practitioner, I was a brown belt, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, international competition, I was a brown belt. And I, I had never competed I, I before and all like, this new stuff. Like. Back in Melbourne, I was, was to see this guy, and it was, I remember, it was a brow belt. It was these two brow belts. was always you, and you have all the brow belt always. Fight. I said, fuck, man, these guys, when they come from, fuck, this brow belt, now they come for a black belt very soon. These guys going to give trouble to us. was always close to the final. What's the name of the other guy? Yeah, was a, from, from Melbourne, I think. Uh, I think you use, use the Mahok all the time. It was you and him in the finals. Mm. Was the like big boy as well, very explosive. Man, I wish I knew his name for, for bringing it up there. Like the way you guys were very explosive, very like athletic. I said, man, this guy, no, I say, you know, Australia soon don't have many big guys. I said, yeah. fuck, these guys come to, come to, <laughs> so it's going to, the black belt going to give us a hard time, you know? Yeah. So my luck was the age difference. So now I, I, I fight with the old people. So <laughs> leave, this young, hey, leave these younger fellas now to, you know, to bro like with force. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I also, I remember also, look, you guys fight, you in the, always the final, you and this guy in the brown belt, the brown belt division was to make like the, Stadio like shake because mm. like you know the way you guys very athletic in the explosive mm. you know so like me like I'm old school now I mean you know with the masters two three yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, I, that's a really, really difficult thing to navigate. That's something that I always struggle with. I, only now, like, I haven't competed for the last like two years almost because of COVID though, and stuff like that. When you and, go back, the comp you're gonna have little be there. Yeah, the there's gonna be a bit of stress and stuff be. like that for sure. But the thing is, is like the amount that I've improved in the last two years and the amount that I've like evolved and gotten better. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited to go and compete, man, because I haven't competed for a long oh, time, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, excited to go and actually like. Man, I've been I've been getting better, man. Every every year I get better and, and more and better and it accelerates. It just gets more yeah, and more and like more. Th- there is the problem this COVID now, like you see, I mean that plus two years of it, you mm. know? Oh, like, and it's a big deal, man. For me it's a big deal, like, you know what I mean? I'm, for you it's fucking massive because you are supposed to you got all the trouble for going to the World Prague and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you like could not attend it there because of the COVID, yeah. you know, because it's locked down. Mm. So like I say, I mean, I mean, like I, I do now for for fun. Yeah, you know, I enjoy it because it's a lot of people say, sometimes I go one day before party, next day competing. You know, like I know, <laughs> I, I I take more as a fun. Yeah, you yeah. know, like for you guys now, for you guys it's still like man, you know, you wanna you know build up there. The the name build up there like they win the worlds you know. Yeah, the, of course. You know, course. like because it's for you guys they see these two years. Of these lockdowns things. Yeah, it's I mean, a big problem. Okay. Yeah. Push you guys back because, like, you know, look now, you lost, you are two years older. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know? There's another two years of guys coming through, you oh, know what I mean? This new, like, uh, I've been watching a lot of this new, like, the world, the, especially now in Brazil, this new generation coming. Like, you see, the, the, the kid, Mikael Galvão. Yeah. yeah. Freak. Oh, man, the guys are freaky, man. Look how old the guys are. What, 18, 19? Yeah. Like, I think he's, he's underage. He's still, yeah. He cannot compete the IBGF. I think it was 17, yeah, 18, maybe 17. 17 yeah. Yeah. Man, look, look that, at this new generation. You go like the, in Brazil, they did the reality show of the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah. You see these guys there, man. Like, you know, like the guys, like, come this new generation, man, of Jiu Jitsu fighters. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. Elite level. Something oh, different, no, elite man. level. Yeah. You know, like, man, the guys live for that. In the, I mean, glad, in the, you know, to see these guys be able to live you off. Yeah. Just doing that. Yeah, you know? you know what I mean? All the hard work of all the guys before them has built, you know, jujitsu to this point. And that, that, man, that's the thing that I talked about before. And it's like, it's a little bit similar to like guys coming into the gym and just like, or waiting at the finish line. And I, I always have so much respect for the guys that built this stuff before us. You know what I mean? Like whether it's the Gracie family or whoever, like, man, I hope that they receive what they deserve for the work that they've done to create this stuff. Like, because... There's no Gordon Ryan or Craig Jones without the guys starting oh, jiu-jitsu, you know what no I mean? Way. There's no, um, you know, Danaher, Death Squad and all this stuff. If you, if the guys didn't start and implement and fight, man, they man, they were fighting people in their academies. You want, for, you want, for build up the name of the, the build, man, arts, yeah, come, you know? come here and I'll fight you. And if you win, I will right, give you a million dollars or whatever because, the hell it was. Because, like, like I say, if, see, if the UFC was built up by, you know, Horion. Uh, uh, yeah. Grace for just to prove who's the better yeah. martial. Look, yeah. look the direction things. Yeah. To uh, one thing to prove who's the best martial arts for is a man thousand billions. You know company. Yeah. You know what I mean. So and the guys want to just prove who's the best martial arts. Yeah. You know and they want to prove Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is the, the best. You know yeah. it's the best. So it's crazy because they're like in everybody this everybody training Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, everybody. everybody. It's so popular, a, celebrities, yeah. everybody. Everybody training Brazilian yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. So the direction the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu took, you know, it's amazing. But I think it still need a little bit more um, 
respect and discipline of people. Like I say, when people try to, like, I met so many situations of fake black belts, yeah. you know, so all this. So that's what I say. That's very disrespectful of people who be, you know. The, yeah, the, the founders of the this founders stuff. Of the, the, the founders, the hard works. The pioneers you know, the of, pioneers. of this stuff, yeah. You know, so... I mean, it's up there with stolen valor, really. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty... Yeah, it's, but... It's, it's, a, it's a big no-no, that one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That he's talking about, like, you awesome. know, guys in the military and stuff where they pretend that they're, you know, a military yeah, guy or whatever. Like it's the same thing. That, you, yeah. you, you, you're, you're grouping yourself with these guys that built this thing and they did all this hard work, but, man... You're, you're like, yeah. Well, it's a big didn't scene, do anything. Really, yeah, it? absolutely. So Fabio, man, we're gonna we're gonna start finishing off a little bit. Um, oh, it was great. I'm gonna tell if he you no know, finish you if you're not getting that tired, we're gonna end up stay here for another twenty four hours. Yeah. Just <laughs> you got, first, first we'll have to get you back another really, time. Really man. first time uh, I did the first time I did po- podcast. Yeah. I'm very shy the way my English because I still very strong accent. That's all right, man. My accent's very strong, but people gonna understand if you don't understand repeating it, you know? And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it's a good point for me sometimes to catch up a few points yeah. because, like, you end up talking a little bit about my life, then we change for the other subject, uh, subjects. And yeah. it was very cool for we talk about, you know, yeah, man. like when coming about the what you think about this new generation, you know, the Jiu Jitsu. I think, man, that, that was amazing. I really enjoy it. Yeah, man. Thank you, you know? so much. It's always a pleasure, man, talking with you, man. Um, like, man, uh, you, <laughs> man, you made some funny comments about me before. It's like, a lot of people think I'm a very angry and aggressive yeah, guy saying, and man, a grumpy I also dude. Thinking, man, look at this cranky guy. They, <laughs> after I end up, I end up, you know, he very awesome, man. He's fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm polite, little quiet boy, man. Bro, you need to, everybody think you're an angry, cranky man, man. But no, you know, it's he's better a that polite, way, but he's not that, like I say, I know doing well with many people because I don't like fake people. Yeah. I like people black and white. Yeah. I like people's true. Genuine, and Because they're like, I'm doing so well with you because... You are you are like that. You are black, white. You know. You know. Try to fake friends or fake things, and you yeah, know, man. is they legit? Yeah, you know? genuine, yeah. genuine, genuine. And like I say, he's porradero means he's a fighter. You know, he's Make force. this guy. This guy, man. Yeah, this guy can like you know have the real jujitsu, very respectful. You know, and because he's uh, doing so well with you. You know, but yeah, you look great sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, th- thanks yeah. again. Thanks, it, it, man. Again, it's a pleasure to have you here. And man, we'll get you back again. We'll talk about more stuff. I'm sure you've got plenty oh, more stories have, to share, have, man. I have, have a lot of stories to share. Yeah. You can share everything you want, so you don't get invited again. So, yeah. so was the introduction. Yeah. yeah. So. All right, Fabio. Oos, thanks Oos, so much, man. Thank you. Thank man. you, man. Thanks so much, Oos. bro.